0: Stay tuned for Perry Talk to- Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy, right here on Blog Talk Radio. In the
1: small hollow in North Carolina, there have been several bigfoot sightings, burning <laughs> fields and meadows, and even attacking chickens at a local watering hole. Honestly, they may need to be on the lookout uh, for something other than deer when they hit the woods this week. Up in- I haven't been spotted recently, but according to <laughs> these pictures, the legendary Mothman is back. The number of UFO sightings is soaring tenfold over the past 20 years. Now, she's not talking about people. She is talking about ghosts. Being around what some say is a real-life haunted house.
0: You're listening to Paratalk Radio. Ted Wolf, and Psychic Cindy on Paratalkradio.com. Paratalk yeah. Radio is your one stop for all things paranormal, the unknown, and the supernatural. We cover topics such as ghosts, foot, UFOs, and more.
2: Paratalk Radio is the of the Genesee Valley Paranormal Investigators. You can join us every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 7 p.m. Central. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, iTunes, TuneIn, and Google Play. We are a part of AHAM Radio Network and BlogtalkRadio.com. Live video streaming can be seen on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash Paratalk Radio and Parascope.com To
3: contact us, email Paratalk Radio Host at gmail.com or search on the web for Paratalk Radio. Paratalk Radio is recorded live at J Wolf Productions in Ontario, New York, engineered by John Winter. We are rock New York's only Paranormal Talk Radio
0: Show. The topics, views, and opinions expressed on our show may not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Paratalk Radio, our hosts, or our sponsors. Some of the language on our show may not be suitable for listeners under 16. And now, here are your hosts, Ted and Cindy.
3: Hey, everybody! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so
0: nice to be here. I know,
2: I'm so happy. I miss you guys so much. I was Uh, actually... They have a lot going on right
3: now. You aren't the only one. I think we all do. I mean, it's just, it's been, it's that time of the year. I was
2: so sad. I missed you guys so much, and I really wanted to, I really wanted to see you.
3: And did you see that tomorrow they're starting that whole snow thing again over with a foot of snow?
2: Fuck them bitches.
3: That's what they're saying. Another foot. I wish I could find something else in a foot. (laughs) I was talking about Reese's Peanut Butter Cup.
2: Lies, lies.
3: Yeah. Mhm. So we have a lot going on today. Um, goodies. Oh, goodies! There we go. I I really am excited about our guest tonight because
4: um, he is an
3: that? actor, um, a uh, cartoonist. He's developed some of the the, the biggest names in superhero fantasy land. He he Wait,
5: actually.
3: What? Rusty Gilligan is our is our uh, guest tonight, and he awesome. um, if you Google him he developed um the artwork for um captain america the avengers the walk dead heavy metal spider-man two and three he's been a part of all of that um with the comic books and stuff um he also um played on a little house on the prairie as who i don't remember um okay, but I he was you on the, that
2: name now that you just yeah
3: um but he was on there as well and uh he also um I'm trying to think what else he played in, and there was something else as well. Oh, Pete's Dragon! He was the voice for Pete's Dragon, not the dragon itself, but for some other character, I think. I
2: love.
4: Um, but
3: we'll guy. find out more. I mean, I'm just guessing here, but I know that he's he's. Uh,
2: I was trying to make my face recognize me.
3: And Doctor Who, he were Do- you know did some stuff for Doctor <laughs> Who as well, which um, people like Robert would love. So. Um, have on here already. Who can it be now? Well, believe it or not, my phone's not. There we go. Let's try this way. So, did you
2: t- did you put me back on as a moderator or whatever? Oh
3: shoot, no, I didn't. <laughs>
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> what? A, All
3: right, so um. Who
2: can it be? Robert, Eric,
3: Penny, Eric Harrison. Uh, Where are we? Heather Palermo. Heather, I tried talking to oh, you. Oh, Melissa Offen. Yeah. Uh, oh, Jay did. Onyx. Hello, Hi, Jay. Hi, um, Savannah. Stephanie is on. Um, my
2: hair looks terrible tonight. Oh, Whatever. Uh, I don't care. Oh,
3: even Pat Matthew, my best friend, is on here. Matthew yeah. Pellegrino. Hello, Matt. It's nice to see you. So tonight's going to be an awesome show. We're talking to the... Did the, you see um, Penny? Yes, Penny's on here, too. Penny so, and Eric. So there's quite a few people um, popping on. Stephanie? So we have got a really cool show for you. He's even got a ghost story for us. Ooh. Um, I'm getting excited because we are...
2: Listen, you know I'm a freaking... I know, you're a Comic-Con,
3: and you're Marvel I'm freak. Marvel. Yep, yep, and you're going to hey, love Daniel. it, Hey, Daniel. Hey,
2: Daniel Benoit.
3: It says here that Rusty has been a fixture in comics since 1978 with credits including Marvel, DC, Big Bang, Image, Heavy Metal, and more. His film work includes the original Heavy Metal, Spider-Man 2, 3, and more recently, Captain America, The Avengers, and the... Hey,
2: it playing.
3: Um, he also created mm. the.
2: What stopped playing?
3: Um, it looks like it's buffering.
2: Oh, buffering. Oh. Is it, is it, is like, it connected
0: to correct Wi Fi?
3: It doesn't have to be.
2: Is it charging? Is it? Yeah, is a now?
3: Too. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hi, Chris. <clears throat> yep, they are all telling me. Yeah, fuck them bitches <laughs> That's what Heather said uh, They're all saying it stopped playing Right when Dad was saying the guest was on Little House on the Prairie Oh my god That's been a while ago now okay. Well, that's no fun, well, that's, no fun at all.
0: That's, that's definitely no fun at all
2: that's, that's definitely no fun at all See? See? Yeah Oh yeah, just... Yeah. Oh, I can see you here. Um... Better make
0: sure it's still connected
2: Man, this keeps buffering on me that's what, that's what Jan, Daniel just said. And Benoit. I love Daniel Benoit's name. Because yeah. it looks like Benoit. Oh, <laughs> <good. Nice. laughs> Facebook might have got mad about the use of vagina. Well, if I really used the vagina, they'd vagina. really get mad. <laughs> vagina. Vagina. I love the word I love the word happy and vagina in the same sentence.
0: Happy vagina?
2: Uh-huh. I love to have a happy vagina. <laughs> right,
0: Sounds like a midnight snack to me.
2: <laughs> not right now, friend. Not right now.
0: <laughs> that was Brian.
5: Huh?
0: Did you say Brian?
2: <laughs> what? I said not right now, friend. Not right now. Brian. No, I, I didn't. That's what it I, sounded like I it. said, not right now, Frank. Not <laughs> right now. Mm-hmm. I heard I Brian. Really, I really didn't say Brian. I said friend.
0: You were thinking of Brian.
2: I don't know who Brian is.
0: He'll be here any minute. Jesus. Was he actually coming?
2: No, I don't want uh, him coming.
0: I don't know if he's even bring heavy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. the kind of show in store for you today, guys. All
3: right, so I'm going to restart that.
2: The buffering is crazy, Heather said.
3: Yeah, it's that
0: shit.
2: Yes. Hey, they screw with us. The least we do is give a little vagina. <laughs> yes, Robert. I agree.
0: Ooh, Three and a half bars. Why don't you just hook it up to the, uh, you know. No, hook
3: it
0: up to. How's Wi-Fi. It's only like you know. Do 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 do
4: do 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 do
0: do 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 password right
2: is driving me crazy. Crazy, crazy. So you got out of this one? We're on again? Yes, I'm... Uh... Let me brush my
0: hair. Well, you have at it.
2: I might as well do it while we're not being seen.
3: Wait, so,
2: wait, just in case nobody else has told you. Wait, just in case nobody else... Oh, did he message you? Yeah about the hole in my butt.
0: What?
4: I'm just finding this out, John. I didn't know.
2: I didn't know. But I, didn't know I had Where a hole do you think poopy butt. falls out of? Well, I wrecked the I didn't know I had a hole in my butt, though.
0: You just thought the crack went nowhere. <laughs> 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 Oh, in your sweater in the butt of your sweater. Sweaters don't have butts
2: Well it it does butt because it's exactly where it falls.
0: It's over It
2: covers over my butt.
0: Beyond to show a nice spot.
2: So if I put it around in the front, it will look like my vagina. (laughs) Well,
0: maybe, uh (laughs) maybe that's for fun and games.
2: Uh, Oh. I mean fun and games, you say?
0: Well, you can do things when you're cold and still wear your
2: sweater. <laughs> and I'm naked underneath it. I take it.
0: I I take it.
2: Well, at least I, I, partially nude. If something is.
0: Maybe you just have crotchless pants to go with it.
2: That well, that could be. See. Because I'm a little bit kinds of a freak.
4: Of
0: ideas.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if only you could see John's eye going.
0: And now I'm thinking of you. And what? I said, now I'm thinking of you.
2: <laughs> Stop it, John.
0: <laughs> Salivating. Good thing this table's hiding everything
2: else. <laughs> <laughs> jacket is all
3: right. Out. So I'm gonna all right. Go so we it should be back Ew, up. Ow, ow, it, it should be back up now, guys. Um,
2: <laughs>
3: who said it
0: was down? I
2: mean, <laughs> wow. Oh, we are. This has gone to the the, the 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 what do you call it? There. Yeah,
0: that's bad. It's, yeah.
2: it's it's atrocious, even. Mm-hmm. That? But so it's quite fun.
3: It's <laughs> good to be bad. All right. Okay. So, well, yeah. Uh, okay. What I was saying was, is that uh, reading Rusty's um, thing I did not find it. Yeah, he he's done a lot. So no, no, no. Oh, you're talking about the live feed.
2: Yeah, I am not finding it.
3: Yeah, it's
0: it's there.
2: You are here. Mm-hmm. You are here because Ted says so. <clears throat>
0: yeah, and therefore
3: it's therefore therefore
2: it's the truth.
3: It's there because uh, everybody's back on now. Oh, there, Janelle. Oh.
2: Hi, Janelle. How's that? Uh, so, hello, Kelly, darling.
3: Um, hey and I was saying, let's, let's back up since we lost our our live video feed there for a second.
2: Eric. Um, I'm just if you sing look, everybody's name.
3: okay well hi, Kristen! if you if, if you take a look um on the page and look at uh, uh, his description or bio, all that is on there, but uh it's impressive, and uh hell of a I don't know if cartoonist is the right word, but I think it is um
6: uh... Rusty, are you with us I'm here now hi Rusty. Well, hi Rusty Hi, how are you guys? For some reason, I was having a little bit of a problem calling in. Oh,
2: that's
6: oh, so weird uh, So, I, I mean, it's not a big deal it, you, know, you know how it is with the internet and everything It's like tying two soup cans together But for some reason <laughs> It just kept I, I was listening to you guys Someone was singing Someone was saying something dirty Really piqued my interest yeah. there And then all of a sudden, mm. it started hesitating So
2: That's me um. for both of them, Rusty <laughs> Wow <laughs> no it it's not that I hesitate a lot. it's that I was being naughty and I was singing.
6: <laughs> wow, but I'm naughty, I sing too, but I got arrested for that <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that so so um Robert wrote what I was going to tell you to Nanny. That's the word
6: Interesting. So, wow. so how is everybody tonight?
2: I'm quite well And yourself.
6: Um, hoping that the yeah. connection stays well because for some reason there's just little hesitations.
3: Right. Well, there yeah. is a delay. There is a delay. About oh, three seconds.
6: Oh, no, it's not a delay. It's like uh, it's it's like every half second there's like a like a, a pause. Right. There it's should be. It's not like I'm getting like the full thing that you're saying. Oh. Yep.
3: That's terrible.
6: I don't. Uh, I'm sorry about that.
3: Well, it, may not, it may not be on your end, but we are having a hard time hearing you, though. You're a little tinny, but are you on a, a house phone or a cell phone?
6: Hold on a second. Hold on. I'm on a house phone. Can you hear me better now? I
3: can. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're good now. Uh-huh. Yep. Well, we just want to make sure you're loud enough for video and stuff that.
2: So feel free to be loud and, and obnoxious even. I always obnoxious
6: am. I can do. I like that. I like that.
4: Okay, <laughs> perfect. So why don't we like butter.
3: Yeah, like butter. Yeah. So why don't we get down to what what are we actually what is your actual like title title or job? What are we are you a cartoonist? Are you a
6: no.
3: animatist? Bullshit artist
6: <laughs> <Animatists>. Animaniacs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. How about, I, think, I always tell people I'm a jackass of all trades.
2: Oh,
4: I love <laughs> nice. that.
6: You should make a teacher.
2: Oh, my God, you should. That'd
6: be you cool. Know what that I would... tell pe- you know what I tell people? I tell people that um, I'm an entertainer because I started out as a child actor. I got into, uh, I did an apprentice thing with the radio in, uh, in California. I was on uh, 95.5 KLOS for a short time. And I got into wrestling. I've been doing comic book art and film art for a long time. Um, I still do some acting. I still do some voiceover work. I'm basically an entertainer.
3: Hi, Anita. That's awesome. awesome. I mean, it's a lot of
6: fun. You know, It's a lot of fun. Some people make an ass out of themselves. I do it for money. You know, (laughs) know, what can I say?
3: Uh, We do it just because. For for
2: shits and giggles. Yeah,
3: for for, yeah. and and G. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's
6: yeah. cool.
3: Yeah. So, where did you start out as as a child actor? What What movies?
6: Well, or uh, or I'll, I'll tell you what happened. I I, uh, I I only had a mother and grandmother that raised me. I didn't have a father at uh, at the time, and um, my mother had said, "Would you be interested in doing you know acting school?" I was really little. And I tried it. You know, I also tried arts and crafts and a number of other things, like all kids do. And uh, I got into the acting school, and while I was there, someone was there and said um, to my mother, would you be interested in having him take part in a play? And she's like, oh, that's wonderful, blah, 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 blah. Of course, it's great. You know, it's easy to volunteer your Mm -hmm. child. Hey, you want to do a play? You know, uh, okay, Mm -hmm. what's a play? You know, so I went ahead and and did the play. And um, then uh, the play moved to Broadway. And I actually played on Broadway. Uh, The play was called Family Affair. Uh, No Mm -hmm. relation to the show. Uh, huh. At the time, back in the 60s. And um, it was a lot of fun. And then sure. we moved to California, which was uh, basically the, the play went on tour. So we moved to California. The play went on at uh, the Golden Mall Playhouse, which was a huge theater um, that it's not around any longer, that was in Burbank, California, which is the. Basically was the capital of studios at the time. Everybody thinks Hollywood, but Burbank was really the capital of studios at the time. And after about thirteen weeks of performing, the play continued to tour, and we stayed and that's where I basically got into doing television and commercials and on and on and on. And I enjoyed a pretty cute career as a child actor. I did over a hundred and fifty commercials. Um, wow. I just loved you know I just loved doing all that. It was such a a great time to do it too um, for every uh, for every kid that was out there, there was constant work today it 's a huge fight uh, you know and and oh, one wow. person will do like ten different commercials he 's the the it boy or the it girl or on and on and on but back then there was so much work. And uh, it was it was great. I did commercials huh. for like seven up and the, I did the Olympics and uh, Magic Mountain um, candy bars. I did stuff for Mattel. Um, I did a lot of charity commercials. I did a lot of Saturday morning lead in commercials. It was great. Cool. It was a lot of fun.
3: I, Television I, I back would...
6: then was so much better, too. <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah. But I, was, I was saying I'm jealous because that was one place that I've always wanted to perform was on Broadway. I've done the, 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 the localized touring. I've gone from the mm-hmm. East Coast to you know, travel the East Coast for, for jobs. And um, I've done some amazing things in my life. But that was one place that I've always wanted to go was Broadway. So, well, I'll tell okay. you
6: something that's kind of funny about being on Broadway. When you're an actor... You think of things like being on Broadway, winning an, a, a Tony or winning an Academy Award, uh, on and on and on. Getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. You know, they're they're all uh, they're all steps on the ladder. You know, they're they're all you know peaks of your career. But when you were a little kid, Broadway is just another theater. It doesn't really matter. I mean, today, if somebody said Broadway, I'd be like, oh, my God. And aside from my jaw, probably everything else would fall because I'd be in shock. But back then, (laughs) it was just a playhouse. I did summer stock in uh, New Jersey, and um, I did a couple of musicals for a couple of summers. And that was amazing, too, because you're under giant tents with hundreds of people watching, you know, these stages. And it's literally like being under a huge tent outside with a wedding. You know, it's just that kind of thing. People pay hundreds of dollars to see these beautiful uh, plays, Rogers and Hammerstein, and on and on and on. And they're just, they're, they're beautiful, but... You don't think of it that way when you're a kid. You think of it as being, you know, do you know your lines? Yep. Do you have to use a bathroom? Yep. Let me fix your hair. Okay. A little bit of makeup. Are you ready to go on? Yep. Get on stage. Forget your lines. Everybody scrambles around you. All of a sudden, you know, you get the itch. You stand up rather than sitting down, or you run across the stage. You know, you hit your mark. You hit everybody else's mark. Everybody wants to hit you. And then you go home, and the first thing you think of is, you know, fried chicken, ice cream. Oh my God, Super Friends is on tomorrow. You know, it's not, the, it's not the fame. So it was, it was, it was quite a, it was quite an interesting thing. When I got older, then everything started to click, and I had a, a ball. I, I really did. But you know, it's, it's like, it's, it would be like saying. Your dad's a famous baseball player. Well, you go to the ballpark, you throw around the ball a couple of times, you run around the you know you run around the field, and the umpire chases you, and you know eat too many hot dogs, throw up, eat more hot dogs, throw up, then fall asleep in the car and have to be carried in. Then when you get older, you're like, this is my dad's baseball card. Oh my god, you know, and show them off to right. all the friends. You know, my friend wants a signed ball and whatever. That's the way it was. You know, I kind of grew up into it over the years.
3: Well, I just always wanted to sing on Broadway. I didn't want anything else. I just wanted to sing Broadway, and that was that, you know, plain and simple. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about you. Um, Oh, I don't know. (laughs) I
6: would rather talk about you, actually. So you said you wanted to sing on Broadway. That's... uh, that's pretty good. I know a lot of people that sing um on Broadway. Usually the cops come along and tell them to move along though, but you know, <laughs> that's that's another story. <laughs> that's well, funny. I've been somebody told that comes, somebody comes along and says, "How would you like a little exposure?" and then they open their coat. You know, it's 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 <laughs> it's, it's a different kind of industry.
5: Oh, it's so
3: funny. Robert, hold your line. I know I know. Robert's going to have a saying he, for that. Well, so. before
2: he said that, he said, mm, mystery meat hot dogs loverly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, just so you know, Russ. Oh, my God, God, got, God.
6: I love hot <laughs> dogs. hot dogs. <laughs> yeah,
3: we, we have some big comics that just, that, that they are <laughs> our fans, they are our favorites, and they just, you know all of our fans are de- are should i say dedicated to us and yeah. they're they're very very they're, good fans they're and,
6: good friends. they
3: and are hilarious family. that's awesome um, you know
6: they're that's awesome they're, you know when awesome. the inter- you know i i when i was in acting you know there there was there was no internet and there was also no cell phones no overnight whatever right Right. Whatever You know, no fax, no modem, no FedEx, blah, blah, blah. My standard, you know, hey, would you like to do a comic panel? And then I bore people with what there wasn't rather than what there was. So <laughs> it's so different. But today, you know, there's there's no barrier anymore because the Internet, people can make their own comics. They don't have to worry about being hired by an editor or being good enough. They can deem themselves to be good and do their own work. They can put on their own podcasts, their own radio shows. They can do whatever they want, and it's funny because we can't really say we have fans anymore. You know, we we now have you know these these incredible acquaintances online, and I I call them supporters, contributors, and supporters. And yeah. I think it's 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 wonderful because as much as the internet is to blame for you know just about you know, every hair in your armpit, you know, and every occurrence that happens, bad or good, it just literally seems like, you know, it's opened up a lot. And, you know, it's true with everything that's going on in the world, all all the social nonsense, all the politics and all the BS, you know, if you look for, for bad, you'll find it under every rock. But there's so much good out there, and I very much enjoy a lot of the supporters and the contributors. Um, I talk to friends. See, I'm one of the oddballs because, um, for me, my thing is I like to talk to people. So what I do is is I leave my Facebook open on um, public so people can send me chat messages, and I answer them. I leave my chat open 24-7. And people are always chatting me up and on and on and on. I put it on voice to text and I continue to work. Or people call me and I put it on, um, you know, speaker and I continue to work. And I have no problem. And then, you know, when they're done, then, you know, I kick the cat and punch the wall and say, oh, my God, how stupid they are. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but I put on, you know, put on other other things, you know. And, and the great thing about the way the the contributors are is that a lot of people are looking for support of their own projects
0: right and it's
6: right. not just like you know hey my daughter can tap dance put her on your show you know it's not like that it's like you know <laughs> i do artwork as well or i'm a writer also and i've actually hired contributors and and quote unquote fans to do projects along with us. I've actually turned some of their stories into comic book work. I've used their artwork for projects. Um, I'm and, and I enjoy it. What's that?
2: <laughs> I said, I'm Psychic Cindy, by the way. <laughs> you said I've turned some of their stuff. And I'm like, oh, let me just tell them i You should have
6: known that I was going to say all of this in advance. What the hell?
2: <laughs> Listen, I tried. I
6: dreamt out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that should be not, like your important. standard tagline. So if somebody says something. Oh, that's fascinating! I knew you were going to say that. Oh <laughs> my
2: gosh! I can't even tell you.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, okay, Rusty um, is going to be at the. I paradox. predict
6: we're going. I predict we're going to lose you in the next couple of minutes. Click. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so as of.
3: What I'm trying to what now? Rusty is um, planning on having Rusty at the Rochester Winter Fest. Yeah, so so everybody can come down and meet him. Oh my
2: God, will you draw Wonder Woman for me? No,
6: (laughs) and you knew I was going to say that. Um, I'll tell you what though, Um, one of the things that I do when I go to shows is I tell Mm -hmm. people if you bring stuff for me to sign, I don't charge anything to sign anything. So if people bring, you know, some of the some of the videos that I've worked on or some of the books that I've worked on, just bring them. I, I actually have been to shows where people have brought ten, twenty things, and I don't. It doesn't bother me, you know. If I'm doing uh-huh. something with somebody, I'll do like one or two, and then say, "Hold on," and I'll get back to everything or whatever. And the other thing that I do is is I bring with me um, a special trading card. I, I make a because I. I really enjoy trading cards, promo cards and trading cards, yeah, um, I, do them I actually too. bring with me uh, an exclusive card, so there'll be an exclusive Winter ParaFest card,
5: and it'll have the name of the
6: show on it, it'll have some original art, and it'll be free at my table, people can walk up and I'll sign it and just hand it to them. Um, I've had people come up and say, "Hey, I'm a teacher, and you know, I'd like one for each kid in my class, and blah, blah, blah." And I always tell people, you know, they're free, and on the back of every card, you can download free comic books online. So it's, you know, it's a lot wow. of fun. Amazing. But I've been doing that for years. I've wow. done at least over 200 cards.
2: Wow!
6: Yeah.
2: I so I so you have done work on one of my favorites. So Wonder Woman is my BC favorite. But
6: well, I'll tell you me. what. You show up at the, you show up at the show, I have a a special Wonder Woman print that I had done and um I don't release it to the public. It's just it's just something that I show. And okay. um, I'll make sure that you get a copy.
2: <gasps> oh my gosh, I'm going to die right now. <laughs>
3: Oh, nothing. Oh I'm not gosh. giving you mouth to mouth.
2: Listen. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so,
2: so Spider Man was my jam. I literally between He Man, Spider Man, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman mm-hmm. was on back in the day, people, remember? Mm-hmm. Um, after I- but, Spider Man was on during the week, and I watched him without fail. Like, He's my all
3: time. See, and, and I love. A, I mean, he's go ahead, I'm he's, sorry. My, he's my godson's favorite hero is Spider Man. He's six years old and he has autism, wow. and he loves Spider Man. That's his. That's his thing.
6: Yeah.
3: And, well, you know um, what
6: it is. Spider Man is a very endearing character. When yeah. when the character was created, it was at the dawn of. Um, Marvel's, like, like second age or Marvel's third age. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Marvel had other characters that they were pushing. And like DC had gone through its revitalization, there was a new Superman, a new Batman, a new Wonder Woman, blah, blah, blah. And then they would create new characters. Like, there was a different Flash, a different Green Lantern. Marvel had just created... These characters and they became staples of, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, an entire cornerstone of pop culture today. Spider Man oh. was this teenager who was struggling, and his witty between his witty banter and him being very fluid with his swinging uh, on the mm-hmm. on the web and, and on and on and on his unusual powers, he really became an instant favorite. Um, There were others as well, because, you know, uh, there's a lot of parallels. You know, a lot of people said the Fantastic Four was based on, you know, DC's Challengers of the Unknown, possibly. You know, X-Men was very popular. It was a very uh, political-slash-racist undertone comic. The Hulk was uh, kind of a Frankenstein, in a sense, Thor being, you know, the God of Thunder. And then the Avengers was the merging of all of them. You know, there's that famous golf game with the heads of both companies talking about, you know, oh, they're going to make a Justice League. Oh, we should make a group. And then all of a sudden the Avengers come out with the popular title characters. And then, of course, Captain America, the hero of World War II. But Spider-Man always had a piece of everyone's heart. Either It wasn't just that you loved him or you hated him. You adored him or you read him. Very few people ever said they didn't like Spider-Man. It was literally, you know, that was their Superman. I mean, you know, Superman and Lone Ranger had those giant qualities that just endeared them to the fans. Spider-Man is just amazing. And I worked on, um, what's that?
3: I was just going to say that, like with my godson, I find that a lot of the, the um, children with autism seem to relate better to Spider-Man than to yeah. Yeah.
6: Uh, some
3: of the other characters. They really do. And I Well, think he's that's had so really many cool
6: opportunities class. to be in okay. the forefront. He's had his uh, appearances on television. He's had his appearances in the films, um, multiple comic books. He was on the electric company for a couple of years, uh, uh, on and on and on and on. And and he has been, um, you know, he has been literally like a trademark character for Marvel. You can't imagine one without the other. He was the epitome of New York. He was the epitome of heroics. He was the epitome of growing up. Uh, When I first started reading Spider-Man, he was going through problems, and I was going through problems. And it was interesting to see that he was, like, strong enough to kick ass and kept it all in check. Had to keep pretending he was the meek, little, humble Peter Parker. And a lot of times where you want to lash out, you think about a character like that. He could have done it with some horrific results, and yet he kept everything in check.
3: Right. There were such huge lessons. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. I mean, I think that's why the kids relate to him so much, you know. And I, I really mm-hmm. think that um, with Wyatt, my godson, I just, he, he has to have his socks, or Spider Man, his t shirts, his towels,
5: awesome.
3: his. Dolls, his, his he, he even, if we go through like McDonald's and they have the little, you know, Marvel, right. the little Spider Man, and, mm-hmm. and all these things, they have them all. And, you know, and uh, I, I just, I. I Try. I even got him the Spider-Man movies,
5: mm-hmm. and
3: he does. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care movies as much as he does the, the cartoons. Animation. He likes mm-hmm. the animation Cartoons, better, Yeah, he'll throw into him though. I think so. He's, He's larger
6: than Marvel. life. I mean,
3: that's yeah. really. He it.
6: He's very colorful. Yeah, he is.
3: Yeah, I, I think it's awesome. So,
2: but now we have Deadpool too, and Deadpool, Deadpool is like Ugh. just a little further than.
3: I love Deadpool. I love
2: Deadpool. I, love, but listen, my heart is with Peter Parker.
3: Yeah. I get it, I get it
6: That's
3: alright You know,
6: comic (laughs) books are Comic books are an amazing uh, An amazing escape uh, Vehicle
4: You know, we have the
6: the movies And we have the comics and on and on and on But, you know, the idea Of a masked man Or a masked woman in, in some cases And, you know The idea of fighting evil And trying to come out On top and on and on and on is something that goes literally all the way back to the revolutionary war and uh, comics are just the personification of of these amazing feats that people have done there's actually been comic books that you know that that, that have nothing to do with superheroes westerns war no. comics you know, there's been comics about romance, comics about nurses. They're colorful portrayals, and you know, I've I, I know people who say, "Wow, I just read that series for like the tenth time, and I'm always mm-hmm. finding something new." It's it's just that way, you know. Now, Heather are
3: sorry, sorry, Rusty, one of our one of our fans was just saying that no one tops uh, Norrin Rad.
6: Yeah. <laughs> Silver Surper is fantastic.
3: Yeah. Fantastic yeah.
6: creation.
3: Yeah. They love Thor and Wolverine, Amy says. I mean, so there's a lot of superheroes. Robert yeah. White, of course, is the tick. I've never seen <laughs> it.
6: Oh, that's awesome. This <laughs> <laughs> is awesome.
3: Well, I had this really weird stupid. but funny idea, because we're trying to raise money for the for the uh, benefit. But um, mm-hmm. Paratalk Radio, the radio show you're on, where we – Fun this ourselves. You know, it doesn't come from sponsors or anything else, but we're trying to mm-hmm. come up with a t shirt. So I was thinking, send Rusty a couple pictures and maybe he can make us a couple super- superheroes for the supernatural world.
6: Oh, that'd be cool. That would be that would great, be- sure. Yeah.
3: That would be, that'd be, cool. be great.
4: <laughs> to me, my boy. I, I
6: love. I do a lot of charity work. I've worked with um, American Heart Association. I've worked with uh, comic book covers for cancer. I've done them. tons of work for um, uh, animal charities. It's my big thing. And animal shelters. I donate about thirty percent of what I do to animal charities. Uh, I very um, much enjoy them. Um, I also sweet- work with. You know, smaller organizations like the Inkwell Awards, which is a an organization that uh, talks about, you know, comic book inking and, and basically teaches people about the the medium of inking and uh, a number of others. I mean, I won't bore you with them all, but, um, you know, St. Jude's Hospital and on and on and on. I very much enjoy it. You know, it's it's hard because I grew up extremely poor and had absolutely no help and I don't think that anybody could survive these days with no help. So yeah, to me, I you know, like giving back.
3: That's a truth. That's a spoken truth. I mean, everybody mm-hmm. out there. I mean, I'm seeing couples that are that both both parents are working, especially young generation to yeah. survive. And it's like they still have to go. I hate to say it, but and I'm sure that you know I'm never calling anybody out, but they still have to go get food stamps because they don't have enough money with both
6: right. parents
0: working. Of course, know, yeah. my
6: mother did. No, t- my no. mother did too. There's nothing wrong with asking for help. No, I told we, we have four boys, and I told them all. I said there is absolutely nothing wrong with asking for help. A real man with integrity knows when to ask for help. You can't do everything on right. your own. Right. You can't.
2: I agree with that. Especially and today. And
6: such,
2: right, and there's such a stigma though against people who have to get help. Well, there and shouldn't be. That- and I agree with you yeah, completely. Well,
3: well, i am gonna been throw, a single
2: mom. I've had to ask for help.
3: I'm going to throw this in there because, like, to. my father, 22-year um, vet, mm-hmm. um, he mm-hmm. was in the Korean War. He, you know, he's been involved in a lot of, for the military, like, you know, like I said. And so when we oh, say, I hey, definitely. we need to go to the food pantry to, you know, grab some extra food from mom and dad and stuff, he won't even mm-hmm. allow us to bring it mm-hmm. in the house. Ma. We can go get it, but he won't allow us to even bring in the house.
6: Wait, that's from the food
3: pantry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't accept you know, health insurance like that. He mm-hmm. just doesn't.
6: I was born. I was born in the '60s, and the generation before me, um, they they were and and before obviously, um, right. pride was just sewn into the very structure of them. And right. it's it's very hard to ask for help that's back that. then. Mm-hmm.
4: You see the thing is
6: is that it's not that they don't ask for help it's not that they don't want to ask for help the thing is is that back then help was automatically given a neighbor had a problem people would bring them soup somebody would come over and mow their lawn somebody would take their dog for a walk you know it was it was a totally different Uh, head it was a totally different frame of mind society was so different today you have to ask for help and and it's almost like you have to get down on one knee to ask for help and there are people i see them online every day they go to kickstarter patreon you know something else something else and they're looking for donations and I was looking at one just the other day, and it was, you know, this family, and and they lost everything in a fire, and they were looking, and people were donating clothes, and they were donating food, and they said, you could stay with us, and they were donating money through some campaign, and then... I, like every nosy parker on, the, on the, the Internet, I kept just clicking links over and over. What's the next one? What's the next one? So I click the next one, and it's like, oh, my car won't start. I need a better car so I can go to work. Okay, that's interesting. And then the next one, I really want to go to Disneyland and take the kids for a week and blah, blah, blah. So it, the, the notion of asking for help has become so strained that people are sometimes a little leery of giving help. back then, help was automatically given. I mean, you know, they'd come over and, you know, paint their house, or they'd have like a barn raising. As dumb as it sounds, these are, you know, American tenants. These are, you know, uh, world tenants. People used to help. And now it's become a little bit more selfish and and a little bit more scary to help people.
3: I was talking to some friends of mine Mm -hmm. who are uh, Puerto Rican, Don't uh, say that. You
6: know you have no friends. Come on. Damn it. Damn it. (laughs) That's it. Anyways,
3: um, they were telling me that they still, over in Puerto Rico, they still do it where, like, say, Halloween or a big like, their whole neighborhood would get together and throw tables out Mm -hmm. in the middle of the street. And they would still have everybody brought a dish to pass. And and they still do that today. They turn up the music in their house. They open all the doors and they help each mm-hmm. other which i think is amazing. Right. We used
6: to they do that. It when stuff. i was a, they did it when i was a kid we used to have block parties all the time. People right. used yeah. to drag right. their barbecue right into the street and the cops would would uh, put up like barricades and stanchions from one side to the other and they'd say does everybody agree that you know this is going to be blocked off and the whole neighborhood would be like yep and then, okay wednesday's the thing and you know they'd sit yeah. there and they'd play ball in the street and people would move their cars and they mm-hmm. dance and on and on and on, but you know, it was a block party, and everybody used to share. You know, nobody right. thought about, you know, chipping in money because everybody chipped in something else. You well, know, there the burgers were gone, time. now there's right. the hot dogs. The hot dogs are gone, now there's something else or something else. And, right. you know, right. all the kids would playing. People would talk about it for months after. Right. So, well, you know, gone are those days, uh, pretty much, because um, you know, now it's, you know, hey, let's all get online and chat. <laughs> right,
3: right. What well, what were you going to do? Let's say? have a virtual gonna... hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In... yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. It, it has it changed. It is a very it, different it, It's place, changed yeah. a
6: lot. Mm. I heard someone in the background, but it was so low I couldn't hear them.
3: Yeah, well.
2: So what he was saying—that's uh, Roman. Mm-hmm. And Romy was saying oh. that in the '60s, you know, you heard your doorbell ring, you got the coffee out, you got a coffee cake, you got, that's right. you, got you got
6: you invited the man. Everybody, him in everybody and, came yeah. in. Yep. Come on
2: in. My and grandmother and like, used
6: to have the Entenmann's cakes, <laughs> and used to yeah, used yeah. to literally leave one, and she'd be like, "Don't you touch it. That's for whoever comes over." and then right. you know <laughs> someone knock on the door and it would be like bring it out open the white package you know there it is let's cut it ah. up a little butter loaf it was so funny or cookies yeah. there'd always be a uh, they'd always be uh, one of those metal canisters made by I think it was Dac was the name of it and they what? were those butter cookies In those little little papers (laughs) from (laughs) all over the world. All over the world. Would you like some fancy foreign cookies? You know, the ones that cost $2 from the local market, but would you like some foreign cookies? But (laughs) um, it's not like that anymore. Now it's like, (laughs) fuck, someone's ringing the doorbell. Exactly. Why is the dog barking? Get the dog. You know, yeah, don't answer the door. I think they're right. I think they're Jehovah's Witnesses. Don't answer the door. <laughs> so,
2: That's what Roman just you know. said. He said now when he said now when you have your doorbell ring, people turn off their lights. They say get the gun. That's right.
6: Yeah. You know. But I wow. feel like I feel so bad because you know what's what's really literally dying now is trick or treating. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I lived in. Uh, when we moved to California, I lived in Toluca Lake, which was a small area that straddled Burbank and North Hollywood. It was just like a like a uh, – I don't want to say it's a community, but it's like a city within a city. And we would have these beautiful – trick-or-treat nights. People would go this whole 10, 12 block area, this whole grid. The streets would be all lit up. You had to wait until it was dark. Everybody's doors were open. All the adults used to wear costumes. There were costume mm. and masquerade parties. People were beeping their horns. It was great. It was great. No no BS. No, no messing around or anything. It was very entertaining for a kid. And right. Today i'm like you know now they have to you know you you have to trick-or-treat but as soon as it's dark you have to come in and now it's trunk or treat go to a parking lot and trick-or-treat out of people's trunks i'm like wow well, let's go through the let's go through the dumpsters also
3: oh, oh man that's God. terrible that i know that terrible. in some places like where i live like Harper's Trailer Park. I mean, there's like 200 trailers there, so you know the kids. Pretty much, it's their own block party. You know, mm-hmm. that you could go right. from trailer to, trailer to trailer, and they still do yeah. that today which is good. You know, yeah. so some places still have that.
6: Yeah. Well, you know. well I just and- feel bad that it's it's something that we're losing because Why? you know th- things like that really made my childhood. Like I wow, waited for good. weeks for for Halloween, and then wow. I I had a ball going from one house to another. And, and then when I got older, I took other little ones, and then when I had kids, we took them. And yeah. rain or shine, no matter what, we went out, we had a ball, and, and I would still do it today. I would still take the kids today and take other kids and on and on and on, but you just can't do it. Where we live, we haven't gotten one trick-or-treater in something like six years.
2: Wow. And see, where I live, I don't usually get trick-or-treaters, and where my mom and dad, where I grew up, um, here
6: mm-hmm. in,
2: where we're, the town that we're in is Ontario, where the studio mm-hmm. is. And we didn't get much trick-or-treaters out here. I live in yeah. Williams. Has, as the years have progressed, as my sons have gotten older, um, it, you see fewer and fewer houses with their lights on, because they don't want to participate. Yeah. And now we just now we just say those are the pedophile houses.
6: <laughs> they're not,
2: they're not I'll allowed. Tell you
6: something, I'll tell you something <laughs> funny. <laughs> like, my friend said that he hasn't gotten trick-or-treaters in, like, five to ten years. I mean, he's in jail, oh. so obviously nobody's going to come to his you know, his door. But he said he, nobody comes and looks for candy, uh, you know, at least nobody he wants to give, you know. So, right. But, you know, I guess maybe that's the wrong story.
3: God, that, that's that,
6: hysterical That's killing
3: me because you, you were saying that Cindy And I'm, I'm thinking about a. a it, it has nothing To even do with it it's just where my mind Has been going tonight and all I can think of Is like don't go in the closet That's where all the gay people are
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wow Dad, I can say it That's where the witches are we know that's the no, broom closet No you guys closet. are in the
0: broom closet There's a difference <laughs> Wow
6: yeah. Eric's
3: like, oh boy, that escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no,
6: I'll be I mean, reading really about I'll, I'll be reading about you tomorrow on Huffington Post. They'll say, what did he say about gay people? <laughs> <laughs> I'm allowed. Well, he well, said they're dead. so far back in the closet they're finding dust bunnies. So. <laughs> 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 hey, that's
3: when Playboy bunnies were played by men.
6: <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> oh God dang it. Oh. Uh,
6: that's what they were called hairs, right? Yeah. <laughs> Long, beautiful hair. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Eric.
2: I Aaron get in Sunderland. trouble for the
6: thing I get in trouble for the things I say because I don't believe okay. in all this political correctness garbage. I I, I find <laughs> the funniest things are people. It doesn't matter who they are. It doesn't matter what walk of life they are. It doesn't matter what color or what gender they you know, they are or you know, what they have between their legs or anything. Who the hell cares? If it's funny, it's funny. And the funny thing is no matter how rude or how obnoxious or how stupid something is that you say, there's always somebody in the audience that laughs. There's
3: always. Right. You know,
6: it's it got to the point now where I'm almost afraid to say anything. Um, you, you you can't pat someone on the shoulder and say good job anymore because you know you're you, it's sexual harassment or you're beating them up or or whatever. <laughs> your Honor, I just tapped her on the shoulder to ask her, you know, so, can I have a pencil? And automatically, you know,
3: that's she's your dance, it with space. It, you know. My dance space. You know, yeah. This is... Well,
2: listen, I know what you're talking about. I know that reference. This yeah. is my dance space. Yeah, that is your
3: dance. Well, space. reference, come on.
2: It's it's come on, nobody puts baby in a corner. There you
3: go. Okay. All right, <laughs> go.
2: Uh, listen, he keeps trying to get me. Mm.
3: Whether
2: it's music or another pop culture, listen.
3: I'm the. I was com- going to say you better watch what you're saying? I'm the comic the sexual harassment.
2: I'm the comic con <laughs> kid. I'm the comic con <laughs> kid. kid.
3: Yeah, you are. I mean, you grow. I
2: love my comic con. That, that's one Cindy thing about you know
3: Cindy Rusty that you probably don't know what she is. I'm a, a nerd. Con, she's a nerd. She's a I'm Comic a Con kid. She loves all that stuff. She goes to I'm, California. She does.
2: I'm not doing it. It's the 50th, man. I would love to go to the 50th. I couldn't get a ticket to to San Diego this year. Mm. Um, uh. But I'm going to Emerald City Nice. in uh, Seattle. Nice. I just need a ticket. So I got to get the ticket.
6: Nice. Got to nice. get
2: my plane furs on.
6: I I used to I love Disneyland when I lived in California. We used to go to Disneyland Mm -hmm. all the time. That was like the biggest thing in the world. It didn't matter if anything was special, like uh, Mm -hmm. you know special celebrations or stars Mm -hmm. or anything. It was like, oh my god, they're going to Disney this weekend. We're going to, you know, Mm -hmm. blah blah blah.
3: Keep up with the Joneses. I would have. I've
2: never been to. I I can't say I've never. Been to disney I have been to Blizzard Beach, okay, at Disneyland, and that's or Disney World, and that is it.
3: I have been to Disney World, Disneyland, Universal Studios, and um, oh, I've Mars. Been to- I've been to all of them uh, in my imagination.
2: Oh, I've been to Universal Studios.
3: Yeah, I've never, well, ne- my oh, parents were that. dirt poor too, so we <laughs> Yes. So I always imagined, hey, this is what was going on. This Jesse is what and I, happened. And
2: Jesse, Je- Jesse. Jesse and I went when she was young.
3: Damn video again.
2: <laughs> buffering us. I
3: don't it's know why I keep us. doing that. It's not us.
6: Are you doing video right now?
3: Yeah. yeah.
6: We're on um, Oh, It's a, a good thing I can't see you then. Okay. Anyway, um... I did. (laughs) I went to Disneyland, Disney World. I went to Universal, uh, Knott's Berry Farm, Magic Mountain, Marineland, Sea World on two different different states. And then when I wrestled, I went to like a hundred different places, all kinds of small and and large amusement parks and on and on and on. There used Mm -hmm. to be... This really cool one, you're going to have to look it up on the net, or anybody that can hear me, look it up on the net. It used to be called Japanese Deer Farm, and it was a really cool quasi-amusement park that was in California, not too far from Knott's Berry Farm, and it literally looked like you were at a Japanese city. It was loaded with old-style buildings. There were temples and pagodas. There was deer that wandered. You'd put a dime in the machine, this little hand-crank machine, turn it, and you'd get a little plastic deer with all of the food. And they used to throw it on the ground, and they used to let the deer eat or let the meat out of their hand. There was dolphin shows. There was those things where you would put, like, like 50 cents in and then put a penny in it would mash the penny and the the wax figures and on and on and on it was very unusual even for its time it was very unusual and then it just closed and disappeared but if you look online the pictures are gorgeous and everything was gorgeous about it japanese deer farm even though it was Not the most exciting place to be, I won't lie. It wasn't, you know, roller coasters and concerts like you see today. But it was so enjoyable, and the food was amazing. And, um, wow, Uh, little things like that. And another thing that was really cool was Santa's Village in California. It was all year-round basically the north pole and santa was there and there were elves and there were real reindeer and and kids would get into harnesses and fly and they'd sled even though there was no snow they would you know sled and there would be skiing and there'd snowball fights and there was all kinds of rides the food was amazing and there was singing and it was a dutch village it was just cool but you know again just like uh, the trick or treat thing you know a lot of that stuff is gone now so it was great,
2: though. But uh, I so I looked it up and I thought it looked really cool.
6: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I have unusual right. tastes anyway, so maybe you know it could be just me. But I I, I enjoyed it at least anyway.
3: Okay, so this is what we got to do. We have to taper. We have uh, lady on the phone. Um. We have started a new live feed Again
6: How Um, many fingers am I holding up? Three Four (laughs) See it's not working Damn it (laughs) Damn
4: it
2: And and we're crooked
6: (laughs) Let's just say I'm telling you to look up (laughs) (laughs)
4: That's
6: All
3: right, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna do a new quick, and then we're going to do a couple commercials. So hang on there, Mr. Rusty, don't go anywhere, and uh, we'll be back. Huh. All right, it's news time with Miss Heather Palermo. She's got some good stuff for us today. Hopefully, it's uh, it's really good. Hello, Heather.
2: Hi. Hello. Hi, Heather. I
1: miss you. Hi. It's it's you for Jania dear. What's that? Oh, never mind. (laughs) I'm just trying to (laughs) get out by your impression, and you totally ruined it. Way to go. Okay. (laughs) So, looks like we've got some cryptids in the news this week. Um, In Muncie, Indiana... Near the Prairie mm. Creek Reservoir, a huge flying object has been seen shaped
2: like a bat. Now, shaped like what? A oh, bat.
1: Batman. A big,
2: very large
1: bat with a face. Okay. Oh, okay. Witnesses say that a military veteran hunter, trapper, and farmer who lives in the immediate area, um, had seen the winged being and described it as unlike anything he had ever seen before. It was flying just above treetop level, um, was easily visible to the witness, and of course him and his wife exclaimed, did you see that?
3: <laughs> so we had one witness see it. Nice.
5: Well,
2: two. Two witnesses. Ten minutes
3: And, All right.
1: and uh, apparently, there have been other reports about these winged humanoids flying around Lake Michigan. Um, and the sounds of uh, their wings in flight <laughs> is enough to break the stillness of the
2: night.
3: Wow. <laughs>
2: oh, Eric Harrison, he said, "Oh no, it's
3: man-bat."
6: No, no,
2: I know who
4: man
6: is. Yeah, the other one was Gordon. All
3: right, what else you got there, Miss Heather?
1: Well, um, looks like we've got another Bigfoot sighting. He hasn't completely Ooh. gone away. He kind of went kind of quiet there for a while. But Provo, Utah, the Rocky Mountain Sas- uh, Sasquatch organization has been following up on reports about his sighting in the Provo area. Um, in the foothills of East Provo, uh, they managed to catch it on video that was posted on YouTube earlier this month.
4: Um,
1: that specifically nice. claims someone in the recording, look how huge he is. <laughs>
4: you know what
3: it is? It's that guy that plays a cave and he's just up there running around.
1: Oh, right. <laughs> oh Of course. That's funny. Um, and apparently up to this point, there's been over 13 million views of that on, on the uh, YouTube channel. Wow. wow.
6: It's his mother wow. thirteen million times. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm just gonna watch it
6: one more time.
2: <laughs> I'm so proud of him. We're so proud of him. <laughs> Is he wearing his sweater? It's cold up there.
1: <laughs> Everybody likes him so much. It's just wonderful. <laughs> <laughs>
3: what else you got there, Saturday?
1: Well, we've got the Chupa Cabra. Uh, and he's continuing Ooh. his little world tour and letting people know <laughs> that no livestock is safe.
3: <laughs> he's right there next to the, the, the Chalupa.
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: well, yeah, that too.
6: The Chalupa Cabra.
2: Oh, I was just going to say that, the chupacabra. See, I
6: knew that line worked for you. Yes.
3: <laughs> nice. <laughs> He's somewhere well, amongst the, most, the, go ahead.
1: Go ahead, Teddy. Oh,
3: go, no, go ahead, Heather.
1: I was <laughs> go, just going to say uh, the latest case um, has been that the chupacabra has ventured off to the African n- nation of Nambia, where reported close to 30 goats have been found completely drained of their blood.
2: Wow.
3: Well, it just couldn't be the cannibals using a straw and going, I'm thirsty.
2: They <laughs> <laughs> so
1: just got really, really big, big mosquitoes. Yeah,
3: yeah exactly.
4: They're
3: seven sevens, actually.
4: <laughs> wow <laughs> there's one goat hanging
6: back there's one goat hanging back going damn American cred cross
3: <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh, God, funny. That's, your,
3: that's your next cartoon or that's your next comic book is the Chupacabra you <laughs> <Yeah.
4: laughs> oh, you've been
3: very bad
4: <laughs>
3: hey Miss Heather, I know you want to say hi to Rusty, so go right ahead and say hi and fan Rusty.
6: Hello. Hi Rusty.
1: I'm How are I'm you? I'm like a huge fan. It's a pleasure to talk
6: to you. Well, it's nice talking to you too. I'm a big fan also. I produce a lot of wind. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> <I> <laughs> <cost it. laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: you don't want to know what I'm imagining. I just thought <laughs> his yeah. his butt I'm yeah.
6: what you might be imagining. Right. Well, I don't know if you're imagining my butt, I think I'm going. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, you know Rusty, I don't know you're
6: that. gonna get I don't have time
3: for it. this. Maybe later.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you will uh hopefully
3: you will hopefully have. We'll be able to meet Heather. Um, we're going to try and have her at the Winter ParaFest with us.
4: Yes.
3: Um, she'll be at the Talk Radio uh, table.
1: Uh, I hope so.
3: Yeah, So bring something for him to sign. <laughs> I'll, I'll,
1: I'll yes, start getting stack We're ready now.
2: Yes, he said. <laughs> he said people have brought stacks for him, guys. <laughs> I'll help you kill me up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well Heather, thank you so much for the news. Um we're gonna get moving to our commercials. Mr. David Siler, hello. Jo- thank you for joining us as well. And um
2: And Heather, we're gonna talk tomorrow, right? Absolutely.
3: Yay. Yeah. And she told me I'm gonna take a picture for her later. You need. I need to take a picture of you for later.
2: I'm not like this. You're not.
3: Okay, whatever. All right. <laughs>
2: Thank you,
3: again, Thank you. Thank you again Heather. We, we will I talk to you soon. Talk to
2: you guys later. <laughs>
3: All, right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye bye. All right, Rusty. Bye.
2: Bye, Rusty. Hang out, Rusty.
3: All right. Couple commercials. We'll be right back. February 23rd and 24th, the 5th Annual Rochester Winter ParaFest makes its way to the Valley Oak Event Center in Geneseo, New York. This year, they're raising funds for Operation Buildup, a 501 3C nonprofit organization that helps with vehicles and more. You get the chance to meet and greet those from the hit television shows such as Naked and Afraid, *Ghosts of Shepherdstown, A Haunting*, Paranormal Survivor, and more. This two-day event will have vendors selling products such as the metaphysical. Paranormal, the unusual, products not so supernatural, such as books, Luro, paparazzi, essential oils, and more. You can even come in and get yourself a psychic reading. So for $15 per day or $20 a weekend pass, you can check out all the vendors, meet some TV celebrities, and maybe even gain a little knowledge of paranormal. So February 23rd and 24th, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. each day, the Rochester Winter ParaFest 5th and LA Oak Event Center, Geneseo, New York 5852430500. And tickets are available online at ticketleap.com and eventbrite.com.
2: Since I was a young girl, I have been able to see, hear, feel, understand, and sometimes smell spirit guiding me to guide you. Through the years, I have helped many clients receive messages from spirit to aid self love, healing, and also to receive guidance towards steps for the future. Sometimes spirit doesn't always give you what you want, but they always give you what you need. Do you have an open mind to listen to the message? If the answer is yes, I would like to be there for you in your journey. I offer many services such as psychic medium readings, spiritual counseling, spiritual life coaching, regression, past life regression, and more. If you're ready to know how, <coughs> how much room and clarity you can receive, how much you can how much you can feel, or even how inspired you can become, please send an You don't have to be local to get a message from Spirit. You can Facebook me at facebook.com backslash Psychic Cindy. Email me, cindy at gmail.com Instagram, the Psychic Cindy, Twitter, at PsychicCindy1.
0: <laughs> Flashlight Recorder and Comfortable Shoes, a simple guide to paranormal investigation. Written by Keith Spratly and Ted Van Son. If you're looking to learn the living who research the paranormal or the unknown, book will guide you into developing your techniques. Reverend Tim Shaw says, the work will guide you along your journey to seek the truth about life after death. Available at Barnes & Noble and Amazon. and you can find a direct link on paratalkradio.com. Get your copy today.
2: <laughs> David, you're cracking me up.
0: <laughs>
2: My oh. mom would tell me I would go blind if I kept hey, doing that.
3: I was I just asked trying her why- he is
2: talking
6: the I was just trying
3: to get the wrapper off of it. Oh. <laughs> wow. uh, that's what I was Most doing. Most to, get the to put the
6: wrapper on it.
2: <laughs> Robert said, Ted, stop tossing it. <laughs> what oh. I want to know is,
6: after all these minutes, can I stop holding on? I gotta tell you It's turning funny shades of purple
2: (laughs) Please don't hold on And let it go Let it go Let
4: Let it
6: it go go. (laughs) Good thing that you said that I need ice
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay so there was something I was gonna do Okay hang on one second Where was it Hang on hang on on.
6: Whatever it was I don't have video So don't waste it Okay, so
2: so uh, Robert, you said not with the hole in my butt, so it's not with the hole in my butt. <laughs> <laughs> that was me
6: channeling
0: Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. <laughs> wow.
6: Somewhere, somewhere, he's very flattered.
2: <laughs> right. I listen. I, was, I see. I was a theater major in college the first time around. Anyway. Um, I used to do a Bob Dylan impression. And I would crack up my theater teacher, <laughs> my professor, I should say, Colleen O'Mara. She freaking would, du- she's like, Cindy, she's Bob Dylan? Yeah. Yeah, it's Bob Dylan. She'd be like, oh my God. Yes. Very
6: good. <laughs> 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 just, she'd be so like, I listened,
1: I actually
6: listened to the commercials during the commercial yes. break. So I don't do. And I looked up, <laughs> Psychic Cindy on on Facebook.
2: That's me. Wow! (laughs) Wow! (laughs) Good
6: thing.
4: Well, you know if you
6: hi hi. Hi. There's a there's a button on the page that says "Click here for more," and then it says three ninety nine a minute plus tax. So forget that.
5: (laughs) Anyway.
4: Listen, I'm just I going get to go photo in the
6: Photoshop. Movie. I'm going to cut your head off and just put it on all kinds of, you know, disgusting okay. The, the okay.
4: women from
3: heavy metal. Oh, that was awesome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so the funny part is, is what i we have had on our show horror, R-R-O-R, horror. Yes. Horror. Yes. Me, I say horror, horror.
3: Horror, Meaning H
2: W O R E right right O R right, right. <laughs> and so the guys the guy literally making jokes of that in here they're going horror and then and then that was Robert and then Eric says horror or or what <laughs> <laughs>
4: see
3: uh, right, if you actually can get on Facebook and just put in a search video it's all one word. You'll actually find uh-huh. us live right there. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You can. What is it again? Paratalk Radio. So it's capital P A R A, capital T A L K, capital R A D I O.
3: But it's all one word. It's all one word. Radio. Mm hmm. And wow. you'll see it from here.
6: Yep,
2: I see it now. So Blocked. Okay, good.
6: Blocked. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, I was all, I was all, I was all happy, and I was all set to look at the page and everything. And right there, in big letters, "Hello, I am a Nigerian prince, and I'm looking to give a beneficiary a million dollars." I said, "Sure that." I'm- I've already done that route, and my butt hurts now, so I'm done. <laughs> Robert,
3: Robert White is saying, Rusty, that is sexy in the bath voice for those prices. We know who has the deep voice here. Yes. That John, would be John. John uh, Invisible John, our radio guy here. He he's got the uh, the, the, the sexy man voice for uh, all the females out there.
0: Uh, I don't. Know about. It.
2: God damn, you do have a sexy <laughs> ass voice though. I have I- no
0: idea what you're talking about.
2: He's got that bedroom voice, girls. Mm, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs>
3: Your you finger somewhere it doesn't to be, and then it raises up ten octaves.
6: <laughs> He's like, hey, ladies, throw your panties at the radio. <laughs>
4: that's right. That's right. That's how
3: it's He'll make soup, Johnsons. He'll make soup.
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's gross.
6: Put your,
4: put your <laughs> hand
6: on this and feel the love.
4: Uh, <laughs> can you feel the love
6: the tonight?
3: Funny. All right, so um, oh my God, John the Very White says tether.
2: <laughs> yes, he has a sexy voice. Yeah,
3: so let's 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 talk about um, how did you come about with working and doing the the, the Captain <laughs> America, the Avengers, and how did you get into all this? Did somebody just see your artwork, or did you actually have to submit it, or?
6: Well, How did that I happen? started out. Um, I started out, like I said, as a child actor, and I had been doing art ever since I was a little kid. And I, I had am. an agent at the time, very popular agent. She's passed away since. Her name was Mitzi McGregor. She was a huge agent. And um, at the time, she had said, "Would you be interested in doing a couple of pictures for my friend, who's working on a show?" And I said, sure, I would love to do that. So I went ahead and did a couple of pictures. You know, art is subjective. One person draws something, everyone likes it, and then there's one guy in the back that's like, you know, that sucks. And, you know, it it just all depends. You know, it all depends. So the pictures came across, and they were like, oh, this is really good. I like these ideas. Really nice. So voice work at the time for children, was limited to a few cartoons, maybe, you know, Peanuts, things like that, Saturday morning stuff. And they had said, would you be interested, she said, would you be interested in doing work for this film? And I'd be, I would be, was like, oh, my God, that's awesome. I would know, love to do work on a film. It's yeah. being, you know, it's, it's Canadian and it's this and it's that. And um, it wound up being the heavy metal film back in 1981. Um, Right. About a year before, I did uh, some production artwork. And the first couple of dozen drawings that I sent in, they didn't like. And I was crestfallen, I was, because I I was like, oh, my God, you know, I suck. You know, that kind of thing. And then, (laughs) you know, keep doing this, keep doing that. and. I kept pushing and pushing, and finally some of the stuff clicked, and it was it wound up, you know, they used it for, you know, their, pro- their promotions and for the production work, um, pictures cool. of some of the zombies, pictures of some of the aliens from the film, awesome. et cetera, et cetera. And then I just kept going. I, you know, always done, I, I started doing artwork for comic book shows, flyers, and, did artwork for the fanzines and um comic book buyers guide and and a number of other magazines. I did ad work uh all the time I worked on a lot of advertising campaigns um American airlines cease candy uh on and on and on over the years and it came up to where uh I had somebody come up to me and they say. Have you ever done any comic work? And I said, Sure, I've done a lot of comics. Um, I've even actually produced a few of my own. Would you be interested in working on a, a film with us? Oh yeah, sure. And then all of a sudden, boom, dropped right in my lap. It was, you know, the the Toby Maguire Spider Man Two, and at the time I was working with uh, another artist. Uh, named Tim Styles, and we did artwork for, for two, and we did artwork for three. And I started uh, – I lost touch with Tim. I started doing artwork for four, but four never came out. And right. um, four had a really intricate story, too, and it was very, very good. Uh, it's too bad that three tanked, mm-hmm. because even though I enjoyed it, three was a bomb. And if it I had come it. out, four would have four literally – set the world on fire. Four was like another Superman. It was super amazing. But unfortunately, it never came to pass. Then I started doing trading cards for a few of the, the films through a company called Upper Deck, and all of a sudden, I got noticed, and they said, we saw you work on blah, blah, blah. Would you be interested in working on this short film? And I said, sure. And then, you know, other films came up, it was Captain America, and I did Avengers, and then I started doing aftermarket artwork uh, for other films. I, I did, um, which is basically after the film has already been done, released, sometimes even a decade later, um, you know, you do the the aftermarket work. And it could be that you're uh, doing the artwork for the box. It could be that you're doing artwork for a book uh, about the movie or something that's going to be used, you know somewhere, basically, and I just started working on all of these, uh, you know, all of these projects and after a while it was, you know, I started working on things like uh, Doctor Who, Night of the Living Dead, I did artwork for Vampirella, uh, Mm -hmm. a number of other things, Uh, Alien, uh, the film, and uh, I, I had a ball, it was just great, and I did trading cards for a lot of those and Firefly and um, Firefly. Aliens property. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's one of those industries where um, you can do artwork for – licensing is, like, incredible. You could do artwork for, like, thousands of projects and, mm. and be tied up with things, and it's great. I mean, it's, it's fantastic. It really is. But the best job I ever had was the original heavy metal film. Everything that came out was second to that because, oddly enough, I wasn't even old enough to go see the film in the theater when I worked on it.
5: When
3: it came
6: out, I was still two years younger than I was allowed to go see it. I actually saw it. Two years after it came out at a midnight showing at a theater in North Hollywood, California. And in the theater next to us was Rocky horror picture show and everybody was acting it out and they were so loud. We could barely hear the film that we were in. So it was hysterical, but I finally got to see it. <laughs> so.
3: so funny. Well, Dr. Who is my favorite. So I did see the picture of what you had online. Um, <laughs> with a red white, and blue background and all that to it i mean oh, that was yeah. that was cool yeah definitely i i
6: enjoy i worked on um the trading cards a couple of different trading card sets i designed one trading card set uh for Doctor Who i worked on two different books uh uh doing artwork uh for Doctor Who as well as the fact that i um worked on a a trading card set for the b b c out of the u k um, and then, you know, your artwork, anytime you do anything, your artwork always floats around. You know, you do something and then, right. you know, oh, it's on the box. Oh, it's on a poster. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. And um, remind me when we when we go to the, when we see each other at the show, I also, um, a lot of times I bring with me um, puzzles and coloring sheets for kids. And I have a oh, Doctor sure. Who puzzle with original art on it that I give away to people for free. <laughs> Uh, wow. Just because, you know, I, I also had like dinosaurs and things like that. You know, I, I started at entertainment uh, uh, in a very interesting time, early 70s. And it was a very mm. different industry. Promotions were very different. So I give away a lot of trading cards, promo cards. Um, I keep old ones with me. I sign them. Somebody goes, oh, I'm a big Star Wars fan. I'm like, oh, I have a couple of Star Wars cards I worked on. Pop them out of the box, sign them, give it to them, you know that kind of thing. I have a bunch wow. of handouts, free pics, and I put a candy dish on the table, and you know we we ham it up when we when we do pictures. You know it's a big deal for me. A lot of times you go to shows and people are like, you know, here's my artwork, and they barely look up from their phone or barely look up from drawing, and
5: right.
6: you know it's it's you go to a show. And I'll, t- I'll tell you I'll shut up after this, but I- I'll tell you something funny. You go to a show and say you're collecting Spider-Man comics. So you got like mm-hmm. 300 hundred, four hundred of them in a row, and you go, "Oh, I'm only missing one. Uh, what what was it? Well uh, one twelve. I'm missing that one. Okay, So you go to a show, you walk up, there it is in the bin, 20 bucks. you don't remember the name of the dealer. After a while, you don't even remember the name of the show or even how much you paid. You just turn around and say, oh, look, I got all four or 500 of them in a row. I just got the last one. This is amazing. That's it, plain and simple. But if you go to a show and you say, oh, I remember that guy. He was fooling around on camera with me. He was pretending to bite my my arm or, you know, he did a card trick at the table. He gave me all this free stuff, blah, 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 blah. It's those memories that people take home. And I think that that's a, a connection that's going on in the industry right now, because a lot of artists say that they're friendly or a lot of entertainers too. Cause I, I actually know a lot of re- actually wrestlers are fantastic at shows, okay. but I know a lot of entertainers yes. that just sit there. They rest on their laurels. They look good off right. camera. They got long hair and the tattoos and people want to take their picture and, have all these illusions, and they get there, and it's like, stand up, yeah. take a picture, $40, go home, you know, and it's, it's
5: exactly. cut
6: and dry. The managers oh. and the handlers kind of ruin it the, for them. But when I go to shows, I give people memories. I fool around with them. I talk to them, and I have a good time, and I've done all kinds of silly things. I throw things at people, and people throw things back. And I have a seven-foot-tall cat in costume that walks around yeah. at shows, and takes pictures yeah, with Matt. people. Yeah, Mac. Yeah, my comics, Yep. Yeah. Mac is a Mac is a real life cat too. And, oh uh, my God, that's good. And, and the thing is, is that people from all over the world ask me for my cards. Do you have the Mac card with Gene Snitsky, the WWE wrestler? Do you have you know the Mac card with the Batman? Um, a, a friend of mine, uh, David Deventer, plays an Adam West-looking Batman, he's insanely close. And there's a picture of them on a trading card, and people go nuts for that. I've actually run out of cards because people request them so much. Japan, Russia, China, all over the U.K., all over the United States and Canada, even in Mexico, people ask me for the cards. I mail them out all the time for free. All I ask is that you cover Mm -hmm. postage. You can have as many as you want. Yeah, I I have a lot of fun. And then on the back of every card, you can download free comic books online. We made a couple of comics never to be in print. They're only for free. So people can go online and free. And, um, you know, it's just the way I am. Promotions was a big deal for me when I first started – Doing advertising and promotions years ago, I was learning from guys who were in their heyday in the 50s and 60s, and they were right. telling me stories about the 30s and 40s, the radio plays and the the, the you know the Lone Rangers and uh, joining Captain Midnight's club with the Dakota ring, all the way down <laughs> to collecting the, the you know collecting uh, uh, the Campbell soup labels and you know, blah, 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 campaigns like, mm-hmm. you know, nah. what would you do for a Kondike bar and on and on and on. Nah. We're born Like that. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. that's a big deal for me. I think that those are the best kind of promotions. They was, it was community interaction. It was public interaction. That human quality is so lost now Every commercial is all about sell, sell, sell. Back then, they didn't have to say the word sell or even mention a price. They just made you buy. They just attracted right. you. They entertained you. Right. Santa Claus, Santa Claus riding the razor, the electric razor down the, you yeah. know, down the the slopes. The old Noroco, yeah. or I um, that. you know, the Budweiser Clydesdales. People went nuts mm-hmm. mm-hmm. over that.
3: Yeah, Hess trucks.
6: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, those were gorgeous. As a matter of fact, my friend has every one, including the Hess helicopter, which is, like, incredibly hard to get. Wow. But all, of, all of those things are amazing. All the McDonald's toys when they first started, they were just dumb little things. Just dumb little things. But the thing is, is that it was public interaction. You, you didn't just go to Burger King. You wore the paper crown like you were the king.
3: Exactly. Right,, right, and I think that's you know? what's wrong with a lot of the things today, especially with that are trying to uh make it in film and stuff, and they would approach this in, in an old fashioned way of just saying, "Hey, nice do, this charity, blah blah blah." They would probably see the numbers rise, I mean, because that's the way it used to be,
6: yeah. you know you, well,
3: I, you, you gave away to stuff my wife you know, and
6: my agent's dismay, I give away too many things, <laughs> and i I talk a little too much. I fool around a little too much. You know, settle down. Don't do that. You know, all of a sudden get up and start fooling around with somebody or let's take a picture. It looks like we're we're punching each other or it looks like I'm biting them or or blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Always point at the camera. Always a surprised look. Always stupid, fooling around. Uh, I'll write things on. I have a print. <clears throat> that I write on it's a picture of Hulk and he's it's, it's great because it sh- shocks people it's a picture of Hulk and he's spanking a girl and <laughs> i always always like you know spanks for the memories no butts about it you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know stuff like that you know don't make an ass out of yourself things like that one guy <laughs> bought a piece of artwork from me and he was hysterical all he can, he would laugh at everything like you know uh, the pause between the jokes made him laugh. He was—he thought everything was funny, and <laughs> I signed. Him and I said, "Have a great day," and then underneath, "You big jerk," and he thought that was hysterical. And he kept contact with me all the time, you know, and Aww, things like that. You, that. you can't buy that. You can't right, buy that. Right. Unfortunately, today it's—it's it's, you know, you know, ten dollars a piece, three for twenty-five. You can't buy a good memory. You can't buy, you know, right. stuff like that anymore. And at least I hope so, because I'm not going to stop, you know. Um, that's just the well, way that's I what... am. I enjoy fooling around with people. People yeah, deserve people... a good yeah. Yeah. And peop-
3: people are going to remember that, you know. And that's and people, a good thing. The
6: shows, the shows, the conventions are preying upon it, because you go to a show, and they have an artist alley. Like, let's say, a comic book what? show. Have an artist yep. alley, and there's 50 artists there. I have a Spider-Man. You have a Spider-Man. Someone else has a Spider-Man. Hey, we all have one. You know, big deal. It's like it's like when you go to a mall and 50 clothing stores are next to each other. You know, and like a frog, you're going from pad to pad. So it's like big deal, but when you know, mm-hmm. when you go to a show it's like oh, it's like sixty dollars to get in and then forty dollars to get an autographed picture and twenty dollars to get, you know, a photo with the star and you have to get there on time and then a VIP ticket's fifty dollars more and you get a figure at the door. You know, to some collectors that's gold. But to the majority they feel like they're being ripped off.
4: You right. know, a yeah. good show right.
6: ten, fifteen dollars, it caters to You know, one or two niches at a time. Um, I won't say which one because you're obviously doing a show too, but there's another show that's got um, a very cheap admission, um, and they were talking about having wrestlers at the show. And someone questioned, and they said, Well, you have to understand, this is a pop culture show. And I chimed in, and I had said, You know, wrestling is like the embodiment, the physical embodiment of comics. There's good guys and bad guys, there's costumes, there's outrageous names, Mm -hmm. oh, you're watching a battle right in front of you, regardless, you know, people talk about, oh, wrestling's fake, but look at how beautiful ballet is, and it's the same damn thing every night, so, you know, pop Mm -hmm. culture is a big deal, but some of these shows are charging a fortune, and... One example, and then I'll shut up about this. I went to Wizard uh, a couple of years ago in Philadelphia. I get invited every year, and I very much enjoy Wizard. And um, one guy came, or excuse me, one lady came up to the table. And every time you get like a VIP uh, pass, you get a badge. So like your badge might show like Back to the Future. So you get to have pictures with the the the, the cast, and you get uh, take photo with them. And uh, you go to their exclusive panel and you get the shirt or whatever the hell, and they're very expensive. So this woman walked up and she had like seven badges on her, and I'm like, oh my god! I looked at her, I was freaked out. Like I don't really get freaked out, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm freaked out. And um, she's got Doctor Who and she's got the Avengers and she's got Shatner and she's got uh, Gene Simmons and she's got whatever. And I'm like, Oh my god, that's like a ton of stuff. How much do those cost? And she's like, Well, this is three hundred and this is seven hundred and fifty and the Avengers experience is twelve hundred. Oh my god, it's like eight thousand dollars for all that mm-hmm. stuff. And it just blows my mind, you know, it, it does. I, I, I applaud fans for, you know, the tenacity and the, the you know, and I and the appreciation because I would be nowhere if I didn't have people, you know, take an interest in one thing or another. But I think right. today, a lot of shows are taking advantage. Not that I'm saying Wizard does. They put on a beautiful show. And not that I'm saying anybody in particular, but there are a lot of shows out there that take advantage. And a lot of the stars get ripped off as much as the fans get ripped off. And it's a shame. But
3: a good and that, show that's is like... hard company. Well, when we put the parafest together, I mean, the whole idea was to a foundation that needed the funds, and um, yeah. I wanted it to be where it was affordable. You know, I mean, there's so many like different events out there that we could we go we want to, but not at fifty, sixty-five bucks a ticket. I mean, you can't yeah. you can't spend that, but with fifteen dollars to get in a day and hang out with these people and and and, and fifteen dollars is, is something that People can afford. I mean, that's that's the other thing. As an outsider,
6: thing. as an outsider, let me tell you about your show. First of all, it's very affordable. Second of all, it's mm-hmm. in a really nice location, which is really good. You have a mm-hmm. you have a nice lineup. Between the fact that people can go to vendors and purchase items that might be of interest to them, as well as the fact of you know your 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 speakers and all of your guests that are there. Um, it keeps it within the genre. So somebody who's right. interested in quote-unquote para would be very interested in going. It's a very big attraction. You're putting on uh, something that, uh, it's like a street fair. You know you're going to go there and you're going to buy you know, pizza, ride the ride, throw up that pizza, try to win a stuffed <laughs> dog, go home happy, and you're done. And that's right. what something like this is. There are other shows where they invite, like, you know, um, like like an extra from one television show. And, you know, oh, I was, you know, this guy, and here's a comic book pro, and then there's a guy who's a singer. And you're looking at it, and you're going, why are you inviting, like, five different people from five different industries? Oh, we're trying to attract people from all over. Well, I'm not going to pay $90 to just see one guy when I can go, you know, one show, I, I hate to say this, and I, I don't want to be mean to anybody. Certainly, not pull the rug out from under me because I make a lot of appearances and I really enjoy it, and I'm thankful for both sides of the table. But the thing is, is that if you hold out, you'll see many of these uh, smaller to medium entertainers and guests at local shows, because I right. was at yeah. a big show and like ten huge stars. I mean, it blows my mind. You can go up and get them to sign stuff, take pictures with them. It was a beautiful show. A little expensive to get in, but worth it. And then the funny thing is, within the next month or two, those same guys were like at St. Something's Church, $1 to get in, and they're just sitting at the table. Like uh, my friend runs a show in uh, New Jersey, Jersey Short Comic Con. And she has like, huge comic book stars. It's like three bucks, four bucks to get in. And there's like 20 big artists there. You could go to the same type of lineup for like 40, $50 to get in. It's amazing. So, yeah. it, you know, it's upsetting in a way. Uh, I appreciate fans more, you know?
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Right. Well, that's yeah. why we, the, you know, we had a couple things that, you know, that are kind of first. It's, it's February, but you know, it, it's just anybody and everybody to be able to afford come to the event. So yeah, that's yeah. why I like it at fifteen bucks. I mean, or twenty bucks for the whole weekend. I mean, it's just you know, it's it's really cheap you get to come and and, and like that. it's like a little mini carnival. You know, you come mm-hmm, and you check out right. people, and you know, you get well, to meet it, people and have your, bacon and it's great.
6: If it's in your interest range, any show no matter how much you pay, is worth it. Because if it's in your
4: interest,
6: fans nice. will crawl through broken glass to get something that they want, regardless of what it is. Your show is I affordable, agree. very super focused, and I think that's a, a, a great attraction. And uh, it's it, it, to me, it's well put together. I've seen the site a number of times. It's well put together. And Bigfoot <laughs> stripping is the best thing of all. What did say? <laughs> so hysterical.
3: before we Before we run out of time I mean I You have a
6: ghost story or well, I ran out of time before. A long time ago <laughs> <laughs>
2: I can't wait to meet you Rusty You so much, so much He fits in, he
3: yes, fits in he With does us
6: He fit in With Quite well Yes
3: Yes, yes he does So you had uh, a You had a ghost story For us
6: Oh yes I have to tell you Something It's pretty cool So This was a couple of years ago. Now, I have to set it up for you. I was born to a humble family in a log. No, I'm just kidding. I have a really I have a really bad back injury that I had gotten from wrestling, so it causes me um, a lot of problems with walking, and and my right leg I bandaged up, so it's it's a little hard. So I sleep sitting up. So we converted our living room to a bedroom so that we didn't have to walk the stairs every night you know, for the master bedroom. So, this is a very old house that I live in, in uh, Pennsylvania. And we were, it was was about 2 in the morning, and I have a terrible time sleeping, like, terrible time. So I'm sitting there in the chair, and I got the blanket over me, and I hear some noises, and I'm thinking, you know, goddamn cats, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I look around, and nothing going on. All of a sudden... A bright light was on in the room, like a, like a haze. And I'm like, oh, damn, my wife's name is Tara. I said, damn, her phone's going off. Or one of the fucking cats stepped on the PlayStation button or something, and the TV went on. And I look, and it wasn't any of those things. In the, This is a very big room, by the way. Think of a large living room. This is a very big room. We're in one corner, and on the opposite, longer corner, was this bright light, like hazy light. And I wasn't – no medicine. I wasn't half asleep. I wasn't dreaming. I looked over, and it's just this floating haze. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at it, and I'm going, okay, this is – something's got to be going on. There must be something going on outside. No, the curtains are closed and I'm looking and the more I look at this haze it literally looked like a face the size of a regular face it wasn't like a giant face or anything cuz then I would have just said okay fuck the house I'm moving but I looked at it I'm like I'm like you know um it, there's like a face in there it's like somebody is in the light and I was totally Like, it it was a little freaky. You know, you keep thinking to yourself, you know, I'm going to get up and attack it, you know, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) I'm not going to run away, you know, bullshit. So I'm like, looking at it, I'm totally speechless. I turn to Tara and I say, Tara, wake up, look at this. And she wakes up and she looks, and it was gone. And to this, this day, I have tried a million ways to explain it. I thought it was reflections of headlights on the glass, of the pictures hanging on the wall. It was the moon. It was the curtains parted in some way. Something went on, like the cat stepped on something or whatever. Nope. It was this literally white haze about the size of a hula hoop, and it literally looked like a a face. Um, I have to make a guess and say it looked like a lady's face in the haze.
4: Wow, and it
6: it was very unusual to me. I I I, I just you know I would have liked you, to have said a million things. You know, who's there? You know, or what's going on? <laughs> or blah blah blah. Or you know, did you ever, pull out. Did you ever you think know, about drawing it? You know, I I it's it's a very odd it's a very odd thing. It's kind of like you almost <laughs> drown and you're afraid to go swimming. Again, or you get knocked off a horse and you don't want to get back on. For some reason, I just never really had the the ambition to draw it. I I just never really thought about it. You know, I uh you know, I never really uh, seriously anyway. If you draw, anyway,
5: but, if it's
4: true. If you draw it, was it, that really, it's true.
6: it was very odd, very odd. Yeah. I mean, I've seen Maybe. some pretty unusual things. Uh, most of them in the mirror but i got to say this was uh um this was very unusual hmm. so, so
2: it, if you think about it was there one person that it, like reminded you of or
6: you know that's a hard thing too because i i, I there was only like the shape i couldn't mm-hmm. if i could see more or if there was more definition yeah maybe yeah. Yeah, I could say, oh, you know, it's grandmother or it's mother or it's it's you know someone who was blah blah. You know, you, the first thing right. you think of is oh, somebody died in the house, you know, or something like that. But I, I, it just was a a strange occurrence. It happened one time. Never saw the person again. Never saw the haze again since it was just unusual.
2: It's so funny because that's exact. so. I had something very similar to you. I just, I, I was driving down one of our roads, our local roads here, and I was getting off of from the main highway road to the feeder road. And I have, you know, you have to, when you're merging, look over your right shoulder. And mm-hmm. I look over my shoulder and I see this face just there, like hovering in my back seat. Oh. And I quick turned my head, and I'm like, okay, that was your imagination. That was just a shadow. It was the glare from the sun. It was everything. And I tr- kept trying and trying to, like, talk my mind out of it. And I just kept coming back to the same thing. That was my dad's fucking face <laughs> hanging there in my back seat. I just saw my dead dad, and I said, okay, dad, if that was you, you need to tell me that was you, you know, you need to use these songs on the radio. Well, it was during a song. It was the same song. I get to the grocery store and I parked the car. So I, I remind my dad, I said, dad, if it was you, you could tell me that it was you. Well, there was a song on when I got in the car and it was Imagine dragons. And I'm just near the end of it. And I really didn't pay. I'm like, Oh, could this have been my song? And I'm like, it should be like the first one and i'm like "Uh, i don't know dad i don't i don't think this is the song and so i listened to the next couple few songs okay dad now i'm getting closer to home and i said that wasn't the songs i said what what was the song and because i didn't get it imagine dragons comes back on the same exact song thunder wow in the song, now mind you, I mean, it's only been a few songs that right. are since it was on, and that doesn't happen. We both know that yeah. they don't play it within four songs, right? And um, it literally says, so this is what I heard. I was sitting in, in the back seat. <laughs> Listen, I can't do the tune. And what it says is, you were sitting in my back, you were sitting in the back seat, but I heard literally while the song, was i was sitting in the back seat and i about shit myself because <laughs> you, no matter what verbiage you say you cannot tell me that that was not my dad telling me he was sitting there floating his face around my back seat
3: <laughs> heather heather oh, palermo God. she up there she goes at least has not lionel richie going Hello.
2: Okay, so it's the me
3: you're looking for.
2: So the funny part is, last <laughs> night my son was listening that song. I was on the phone with one of my friends, and and my friend goes, "Is he singing Lionel Richie?" I said, <laughs> "Hello." we <laughs> That's so funny. My son is 15. Yeah. Almost 16. It's funny it's for a kid to be singing Lionel
6: Richie, right? Yeah. Hey, I, I have. I never. I, I, oh, I'm I, sorry. I, Go ahead,
3: buddy. I don't always have. I don't have experiences like that. Like so listen, I, I wanted. Want, with my eyes. I wanted to like you know like like the horror movies. That you're driving. It's like I'll always like look up in the mirror to see if there's something in the back seat. I do it it's like okay. So one of these days in this back road, I'm gonna see something. I'm driving. <laughs> of course, just two hours driving there. Okay, you know I hear banjos. Um, <laughs> E, 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 e. Listen. And, then, Jesus. and I look up the back in the mirror, and in the back window is, I don't know, <laughs> something terrible is going to eat me or something. You know? Jesus, and, you're so I crazy. use that <laughs> and I put my floor, and I'm driving a little faster. It's like, I got to get where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. Imagination a great thing. Yeah. What were
2: you saying, were you saying Rusty? am sorry.
6: Getting, getting messages from the great beyond is uh, something that I always thought was kind of interesting. I I, I actually listen to uh, people who talk about stuff like that. I was eating uh, breakfast one time, and I was reading something, and I see, ooh, but it was my Cheerios. They all circled, you know. So, um, <laughs> the hard part about the hard part about believing in para of any kind of any kind is that people associate you know they 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 think to themselves, Oh, it's bullshit, you know there's no such thing. I never dismiss anything i I always tell people um being in comics being in in film has taught me one thing: you don't make fun of somebody else's enjoyment, you don't make fun of someone else's experiences. you can personally not like something um but I never I never crap on anybody's parade basically.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah.
6: I've, I've gone to some cool uh horror shows and 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 um you know uh paranormal shows in the past and I enjoy them. Um I think the people are great and I think the experiences are great. I have some uh really good friends that do writing and do films and you know the podcasts and on and on and on. And uh, I always tell people, you know, don't dismiss something so quickly Um, because if it means something to the person, even if it doesn't mean anything to you, look at Mm -hmm. how much it inspired them or look at how much it caused Mm -hmm. them to take pause in their life. That's something you can't really get, you know, that's something you can't get rid of. And it's not something Mm -hmm. that you should easily dismiss. Right. you know, that's, I, I that's just, you know, that's just the way that is. And it's true. But I mean, anyway, I don't want to talk you off.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it's true. I, I literally have to do that for a living. And I get a lot of roles. I get a lot of oh, rates. And I get a lot of people. Well, then when it comes down to the skeptic that doesn't believe me and I've just given them some shit that I would have no idea.
3: Hmm. And
2: yeah. they're like. Holy shit, how did you I, do I that? I like those
3: being in the paranormal. I like those but yeah. you know, you've done it, where you give a lecture and you, you talk about the possibilities, and then at the end of the lecture, that person comes up and says, you know, it's interesting, but I think you're full of shit. It's a crock of shit, uh, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And it's funny that they take my card. Right. Later, it's like, there's something in my house. Can you in to my house? Yeah,
6: right. Yeah. There's something in my house. I think it's trying to give me a message. It's terrible and it's disgraceful, and I can't wait to divorce her. You know, it's one of those type of things. You please come and get rid of her. So. Oh God, that's so funny. <laughs> but the, the thing is, is the thing is, is that you know, skeptics skeptics are are literally what makes your business better. It
4: right. If
6: you, can display, if you can Somebody. Uh, if you could disprove somebody or if you could say something that will spark an interest, you know, para is mm-hmm. one of those topics where there's – there's, there's, it's it's like a highway with many lanes, you know. Right. It's, it's going in the same direction. There's there's more to it, you know. I can't say I believe in everything. I've, I've literally, you know, heard and seen just about everything – Going to shows and being in film, people always, you know, sit around with a beer afterwards and tell ghost stories, and on and on and on. Especially in the theater, when you do theater, there's a lot of, you know, superstition and supernatural things, on and on and on. Oh, you know, the ghost of this, and someone died here, and there was a fire mm-hmm. in the theater. Blah 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 blah. You know, but it's 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 a tradition. It's a strong tradition, and and uh, I think that yes. people dismiss it too quickly. You know, mm-hmm. I don't dismiss anything. I, I even if I don't believe something, they believe, and that's all it counts. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I,
4: you you laughing? me I,
6: I, I listen to everybody's story. I don't. I don't knock anybody. There's no reason to knock people. I agree. Come well, on here's
3: the thing. Here's the thing. See, is like you know the back in the. It, Let's say the eighteen hundreds, you know, people would talk. There was there was inventors that talked about certain things and people would knock down for it or you know, whatever. But look at today versus the eighteen hundreds, some of that stuff that they believed in actually came true. You know, we actually have right. them now. So you well, can't just toss it aside, you know. Passed,
6: we've gotten past the, the the faith and we've supplemented the faith with things like electronics, you know, there was no right. you know, meters, there were no recording devices, so when people had experiences back then they had a genuine experience and then through oral tradition you know, they would yes. tell ghost stories and they would, you oral know, on connected. and on and on, it was always, you know the the ghost train or you know, the, the horse that, that kept galloping or the headless rider or something like that you know, now obviously they're born from something you know, it uh-huh. could be like the or, you know you caught one that's like six inches long and pretty soon it's like Jonah and the whale so then you turn around and, and look at today and people have the ability of proving and disproving and obviously right. when the speculation comes you might have the best proof of something but unfortunately people's tastes in develop and mature in both directions so back then, A skeptic could be scared by a story. Today, there are skeptics that, you know, oh, that's disgusting, blah, 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 but yet they'll watch, like, these gory horror movies and be terribly entertained. I can't watch one of those. They, like, they they, they just freak me out. But it's funny because I get hired for a lot of, you know, I get hired for a lot of uh, horror stuff. So... Whatever, I still draw it. I just don't like it. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I was going to of-
3: say that like, with, with every story, there's 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 truth. Look at nursery rhymes and stories from the past. I mean, we were, I was raised in every story and every fairy tale there's a mm-hmm. there's an ounce of truth. So, you know, and I say that a lot. I mean, that's it's true. You never know.
6: Yeah, listen. This it's got to there's there's the roots. Are are what makes the plant. You know, you can look at you can look at anything above ground and say blah 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 blah, but it's the right. roots that tell the story. It could be a bump in the night. Well, okay, maybe it was just a bump in the night, and the story grew over time. But somewhere that bump in the night is something.
3: It was a speed bump. Uh, yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> actually, there were actually there were two bumps in the night, and I married her, but um. But the thing is, is that you know <laughs> the thing is is that I never I never make fun of anybody. I, I just don't. <laughs> it's just the way it is.
2: How long so, have you been married to your wonderful Tara?
6: Uh twenty one years now. Ah, nice.
2: that's amazing. Congratulations.
3: Do you have
6: chitlins? It was the best five years of my life. <laughs> 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 oh God. Do you have kids? Four boys. Poor four boys, boys nine cat, four boys, nine cats, one dog. So, his pet works. <laughs> yeah. How how old are your sons? Uh, twin 26-year-old, a 19 and oh, an 18. God.
2: Oh, lord. Those are You can 20. tell when the cable
6: went out around here, huh? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Listen, I have two boys that are 21 and a half months apart, and, oh lord. Wow.
6: How old are they?
2: They're um, my youngest just literally a couple of weeks ago turned 14, and my 15 year old is going to be 16 at the end of March.
6: Oh, that's awesome! Great ages.
4: Oh my Great god! Ages. Let me
6: tell you. I love the little ones, but when they get to be teenagers and stuff, it's great because then you can take them every place. You don't have to hold their hand. You know, you can have good conversations, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, I, I enjoy it. I wish I could push a magic button and go back, you know. Uh, listen,
2: I have a lot of fun with my my Obviously, I'm more like...
0: the Pokemon.
2: Well, I do. I do like weird... <laughs> Goofy things like Pokemon Go, I play, and <laughs> and I but I always loved animation. Like mm. we we grew up with them. I have a 27 year old daughter though too. She'll be 27 and a half soon. Um, God, you're oh, you don't old, look old enough. Thank you so much, Rusty. You're my new favorite. <laughs>
3: oh jeez, what else? <laughs> <I> have,
6: <laughs> an old bitch. But she on. knew I was going to say that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you know, Heather Heather <laughs> She's Heather's like I don't have no kids she she's got nine cats. I I have a team pound Alaskan malamute. That's my kid. Yeah. No, I have need. He, uh, he's forty two years old.
2: Yeah, my boys my boys do some crazy stuff though. You yeah, know that. Yeah,
3: your kids are they're, nuts.
2: They're funny. They're yeah. funny kids.
3: Yeah, they they fell off the funny bone and <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
6: You're supposed yeah. to say see, you're supposed to say, it's like a double take. You're supposed to say, wow, I have some funny kids. That's why I don't have pictures of them in my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> They're the best kids ever. I imported them from another country. <laughs> I can't imagine what my life would be like without kids because I only have a month to live. That kind of thing.
3: Hey, I love my uh, kids. I found them at the movie theater, and they've been with me since.
2: Yes, yeah. yes. I don't know who with them, but they're mine now.
4: Yeah,
3: right. <laughs> I heard the doorbell. I opened the door, and there they were.
2: They said hi. <laughs> they were like little stray puppies, little stray kitties.
3: Yeah, with okay. big black eyes. They were the black-eyed children. Uh,
2: Know. Maybe they were. No, I'm just kidding. My sons are my, my sons are a handful and they're quite here. I popped
3: a pimple and there they were.
2: <laughs> <That's disgusting. laughs> we were talking about that earlier in the chat. That's
6: so gross. <laughs> <And it grew> <laughs> <down>. <laughs> like I, I wish my kids would never grow up. That's why I froze them long ago. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that was funny.
3: For 50 dollars in ten minutes I have a million children all over the world.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I have
6: I have the best kids in the world. <laughs> you never hear a peep out of them. They're always in the basement sewing purses. <laughs>
2: Hey, Mark. Oh, God. It's all freaking funny.
3: I could get worse.
2: Oh, God. Okay. Every time I. I was
4: going to say, so that's a great popsicle. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Oh, my God. So they're popsicles, right? Uh-huh. I'll swallow them bad bitches
5: <laughs>
6: It's like Hey would you like to come along I have some candy coated Kittens in the van <laughs> <laughs> you,
3: you just need that music From like the from truck That's oh, what you
2: need nee, 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 nee. I can't <laughs> do it <laughs> So funny
3: Oh man ZBT, <laughs> clown music. There you
2: go, Rusty. Oh, cool.
4: <laughs>
6: That's awesome. Yep. You know, I was a clown at one time. I used to, I used to juggle balls too, but I got arrested for doing it in public. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh God, that was just terrible!
4: There, now
3: see, that that must be his favorite hero of all time, Godzilla. He really was. He really was.
4: <laughs>
3: if I could incorporate Godzilla in like my real life, I would.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> Rapper said, "Come out a bit frigid, Ted."
6: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> the ice cream trucks down down there. Like
6: he's a, so like our that, friend. Like Robert, that old. Uh, like that old Rodney Dangerfield joke, one of my favorites from years ago. He said, "Hey, the other night I made love to my wife for an hour and three minutes. That was the night that we set the clocks ahead an hour."
4: <laughs>
2: so, it was three minutes. She said, hey,
6: let's try. she said, "Hey, let's try something new. How about the missionary position? She stayed here, and I went to Africa." <laughs>
2: <laughs> I cannot wait till you're here.
3: And it's going to be great. I'm actually,
6: yeah. I'm actually there right now, but you can't see me. You're
2: right,
4: you John Cena. Are... You
3: can't see me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, so, so we, we have
3: an invisible John. And invisible
2: right. Hmm. He's really invisible, Rusty. Right. Right.
3: Wow. <laughs> right. We can. You can
2: see Invisible John.
6: So so all I, I can say is, all I can say is, if you're ever really feeling amorous and you hear kicking and scratching and biting at the door, just let Heather out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Heather.
6: So
2: I, <laughs> um, uh, Pennsylvania, are you in?
6: Uh, near near Scranton, very close to oh. Scranton.
3: Scranton.
2: So, have you been to Gettysburg and stuff then?
6: Yeah, and uh, my wife is very much into um, uh, uh, you know Civil War and Revolutionary War, so she's she's Aww. huge about the area. We passed through there on the way back from a show, and um, the battlefields were amazing. We actually stopped off at this little store, and they had um, uh, uh, bullets. And pellets, they had buttons and pins that were from uniforms, and they had swatches of, like, uh, uh, insignia. It was amazing, um, all the stuff that they had for sale there. I, 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 incredible.
2: It, it it amazes me, all the stuff that you can see and, and find there, to be honest. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you having trouble? You just – no, you have to hit it quick once, and then it'll bring – okay, now go to the light and hold
3: that. Ah, there it goes. Okay. Well, you
2: can just, mm. Yes,
6: go to the light.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you ever find that weird, like,
6: <clears throat>
3: in a movie, like, in the beginning, she's like, don't go to the light. Don't don't go to the light. And then towards the end, when they have to say, go to the light, go to the light. Go to
6: the light, All I can think of this like, I always thought play. to myself, how funny would it be if somebody made a film and they say – don't go to the light. Don't go to the light. And then you wait a second and you hear some guy trip and fall and be like, son of a bitch, I can't see if there's no light. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's so funny. Yes. John's oh. John in agreement. He goes, that would be so funny.
3: And Heather says, Heather <laughs> says to you, Mr. Rusty, uh, oh, my God. <laughs>
4: course she said hello. Not it For it I mean I mean, God. Come
6: on. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Hey, listen. Anybody ever has anybody ever said anything about um, having para experiences where uh, there was a certain smell that, that yes. brought yes. it about? Yeah. yeah. Yes. yes. I I, yeah. I just heard that the other day, believe it
3: or not. It was usually yeah. after chili and beans.
6: <laughs> <laughs> You're so crazy. I was at Taco Bell.
2: and
3: <laughs> It was a tulip, I swear.
2: No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Teddy and I have done investigations together. Yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden, in you this the... one particular house, I would be like, do, do you guys smell that?
3: Yeah, you get either a, an odor of like a perfume yeah, or perfume,
2: cigarettes,
3: cigars. Okay. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, you can get stuff like that. We watched some
6: show one time where they were saying that they smelled um, they smelled uh, uh, roses, and it was like an yes. old hospital. It was like and a hospital. It was it was fascinating. My wife watches all of that. I I actually don't really have very much time um, for for things, especially now because uh this is a very busy season right now i'm in the middle of like five different things literally a- at the same time and it's it's very hard but she watches a lot of that and um it's amazing some of the stuff it really is which is why i yeah. said i never dismiss anybody's anything doesn't matter what it is mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and that's and that's that's the whole thing. That's the way it should be, you know. So.
2: Well, it's pretty crazy when several people can pick up that same exact smell mm-hmm. at different times. They yeah, weren't and, and with each other. When you don't,
3: when you don't mention it though, either, it's like, yeah. hey, you know, it's like I just went through that room and I smelt that. Did you know? Did anybody else? And they come back and they tell you exactly what they smelt. But you know, like Robert says, whoever smelt it dealt it.
4: <laughs> so. <laughs>
3: All right, guys. Well, it is, uh, believe it or not, it's
6: time yeah, to I go mean, already.
3: I we mean, have exactly. had such Uh-oh. a great evening with Rust. Russ. It's a pleasure having you here with us.
6: Yeah, just I tell have... me when the show starts. I'm ready now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, all warm. I'm all warmed up. Let's go. I'm
2: ready to go. <laughs> You're raring uh, now. You're yeah. raring.
3: I mean, but it's <laughs> yeah, <I'm raring>. <laughs> thing.
2: Listen, I just all need right. to say this. Tobey series was my favorite of the Spider-Man series that that have been out. I know there's what three different ones right, that have been right. out now, but Toby has been my favorite and it's my son's favorite as well. well. I'll tell
6: you the reason why, real quick. I'll tell you the reason why it was why it was so popular. He didn't just look like the character; he mm-hmm. acted like it. See, the thing about right. doing super films and the thing about doing you know comic book films, anything. It doesn't matter if it's the Lone Ranger or it's Batman. Let's take Spider-Man There's Peter Parker And then there's mm-hmm. Spider-Man in the costume Batman, there's Bruce Wayne And then there's Batman They have different personas Peter Parker right. doesn't run around And and fight He doesn't swing on webs He doesn't make silly banter He's a shy kid who's got right. problems Bruce Wayne is very uh, demure And very laid back And then Batman is very ferocious And he's of the night Finding an actor that has the qualities of both characters and can act them well is is mm-hmm. what really makes the production special. Because I thought that Michael Keaton playing Batman and playing Bruce Wayne was phenomenal. But I, so did did I. Not like, I didn't like any of the Christian Bale uh, Batman movies. I thought that he no. was awful uh, with the voice. I didn't think that he acted good as Bruce Wayne. I didn't I think that the... Batman was with the watermelon helmet was, was good. I thought it was all nonsense. It would have been good if it was the spider or if it was the spirit or somebody Maybe. of the night darker because the Joker was a terrorist. And mm-hmm. it yeah. all out of character, all out of character, in my opinion. But those Spider-Man movies, Toby was both Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Andrew,
2: and your RP was fantastic for it.
6: Yeah, it was it was phenomenal it was. I I very much enjoyed I let's put it this way. Talent aside, skill aside, all the BS aside that people say, I was very lucky to be a part of some of the things that I was a part of, and that was one of them.
3: <laughs> Robert White's like, Could you imagine Mr. T Batman? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> listen i've had so robert and actually eric was on here but i think he went and watched mm-hmm. watch stitches mm-hmm. but eric was on here and both of them were saying like uh toby mcguire was uh well robert says toby mccryer shut up robert <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, you know I, I wanted to say something about that it's like like i, I don't know who has this playing batman now i do but i can't think of his name
6: Oh, Sorry. um, I don't know. Oh, I'm terrible oh. with you. Oh, I know.
3: He played uh, the Phantom, too, or something like that.
2: No, it was, um, oh, Jesus, I know this. Um, Matt is his friend. They're from Boston. Yes. Mm. Yes, that's who the last no, one was for one... Matt Affleck, Affleck is playing now. No,
3: no. Yeah, no. Ben Affleck. just yeah, no. came out. It's Affleck. Ben
2: Affleck.
3: And all I can think of is that. Yeah. <laughs> all I can think of is that stupid duck. Affleck. Yeah. There you Affleck. go. But yeah. yeah, but but, and I don't like him playing Batman. I think that Michael Keaton played the best Batman there was. But as I go yeah. to the Joker, I think the best Joker that I've ever seen. Heath no. Ledger. No. No, really, no, you no. don't think so? I think he was. Uh, he's no. probably number two in my mind.
2: You have Nicholson.
3: Uh, Jack Nicholson, I think, made the perfect, yeah, Joker. Yeah. I really do.
6: He was really, phenomenal. Think, yeah. Again, I think the reason that he played a good Joker was because they played. They had him as um, the the character before the Joker, and he was yeah. a different personality. See when he was the the character before the Joker, he was a, uh, a gangster. He was very raw. He was very selfish. He was very turned into himself, and his right. Nicholson played that part perfectly in many productions. Then when he put on the facial makeup and he started acting crazy, he was warped from being dropped in the soup and had the yeah. you know the craziness going on with Jerry Hall as the gun mall and on and on and on.
5: Right.
3: And then he put right. that
6: character, and I think the reason is is because you get a good actor who can do both.
3: Right. Because One of my favorite lines by him was, "Wait till they give a load of me." Wait. I love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
6: You know. I, but... I thought that I often say that in front of the mirror, but then I close my robe real quick. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I love uh,
3: Heath Ledger, good. Heath Ledger was good. It's too bad that they took his life, so, You know, well, The only thing it.
6: that I didn't... I liked Heath Ledger as a, as, as a character. I thought it was great, but I didn't like mm-hmm. the way that the Joker was written in that movie because, to me, he was a terrorist. The Joker right. was, The Joker is a fiendish and devilish person. He he basically right. kills to get people out of his way. He does crazy things that cause killing. He he does things to get at Batman. He's Batman's alter ego. That's, right. that's basically the way it is, you know. Batman is very somber and, you know, here he is, why so serious, you know, blah blah blah. But it was a very big turn and yeah. it, it didn't jibe with me. I looked at it and I said to myself, you know, everything that he's doing is so counter, what Jack Nicholson, Cesar Romero, blah blah blah. Even Mark Hamill did as the Joker.
3: Mm. Well, I know that I the know. Joker was on, on on Suicide Squad. I, I thought the Joker there terrible. I didn't like well, I him whatsoever. Like
6: so all that new stuff, all that new stuff, just burns me. I don't like any of that stuff. Yeah. I, don't, I haven't even. I, I don't like it. I'm sorry, but I just think that. Um, this is a conversation for another time, but I'll be honest with you, I just don't really care for modern stuff. I haven't bought a brand new comic 2000, because in all honesty, they're just... Reading- well, Rusty,
3: it great to have you here. Um, I, I love the stuff that you worked on, like Heavy Metal, Spider-Man, Captain America, um, even The Walking Dead, but Doctor Who was the one that got me, because that's that's <laughs> one of my favorites, so... You better bring something Doctor Who-ish with you so I can, you know, purchase from it from so,
4: yeah,
3: um, <clears throat> that was great, you know. And uh, yeah, Heather lot. did like Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer and Catwoman, and yes, Cat woman, yeah. Yep, but mm-hmm. all right, mister. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And I'm, I'm so glad see. that I had to remind you. Because I did, I reminded him. I said, "Hey, you're on our show tonight, Bubba. Blah, blah. He goes, "Oh, I'm glad you said something, because I forgot."
6: <laughs> yeah, I did. You know, I, I hate to say it, but I have kind of an odd schedule. Uh, sometimes I'm I'm up very early and run the
3: day. Run the what?
6: Why? It depends on it depends on the project. Like right now, I'm on five different projects, and I have to right. like constantly switch. So. All
5: right.
3: All right. Well, sense. thank you again and we're looking forward to seeing you February.
2: Thank you so much. It was a pleasure to meet you and I can't wait to see oh, you. It was really nice meeting. You guys.
6: And yeah. uh, I hope right. you, I hope to see you both again with your clothes on when we see you at the show. That'd be great. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. Us too. Yeah. Uh.
3: Us too. That wouldn't be embarrassing. But you I wouldn't, would.
6: you, wouldn't know, you wouldn't notice at all because uh, you know, it's just I'm I'm a I, I always tell people I'm 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 a big guy, like I'm a, I'm a heavy set guy. So you wouldn't notice if I had anything on or not. You imagine if I imagine if you go to a show and you wore like like uh, uh, like pink or tan clothing, a hundred percent, and then you see the person from far away and you're like, oh my god, is that guy naked?
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's a para
6: show, all right. A para, well, never mind. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all right
3: thank you again rusty um thank we'll you talk so to much, you soon Russ. and uh good night and um, yeah, uh,
0: um
5: i don't know just i'm just saying
3: night. Uh, yeah um uh, you can run that real quick if you'd like to and then uh everybody else thank you so much for joining us
2: wait but what? Um, um i was gonna say something gosh darn it
3: what you can get tickets at paratalkradio.com yeah. It's right on the front page
2: We want to plug that um, Oh my god, what was I just going to say? <laughs> That's not what
0: I was I I,
2: I, I. I definitely wasn't going to say that That's okay um, Was
3: it something important? February 23rd and 24th, the 5th Annual Rochester Winter Paralympics makes its way to the Valley Oak Event Center in Geneseo, New York. This year, they're raising funds for Operation Buildup, a 501-3C nonprofit organization that helps our veterans with vehicles and more. You get the chance to meet and greet those from the hit Town shows such as Get In Afraid, Ghosts of Shepherdstown, A Haunting, Paranormal Survivor, and more. This two-day event will have vendors selling products such as the metaphysical, horror, Paranormal, the unusual, products not so supernatural, such as books, Louvre, paparazzi, essential oils, and more. You can even come in and get yourself a psychic reading. So for $15 per day, or $20 for the full weekend pass, you can check out all the vendors, meet some TV celebrities, and maybe even gain a little much of the paranormal. So February 23rd and 24th, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. each day, the Rochester Winter Parafest 5th Annual Event. Valley Oak Event Center, Geneseo, New York, at 585-243-0500. And tickets are available online at ticketleap.com and eventbrite.com. All right, and don't forget that next Monday we're reaching to uh, Sharon Farley from Roland Hills Asylum. She'll be joining us next Monday, and uh, make sure you stick around for that. And, Cindy, guess what? What? Wherever there is darkness, there is always... the light.
0: You've been listening to Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy. Catch us next Monday when we bring you another fantastic
3: Thank you to our guests, our sponsors, and J. Wolf Productions. Be safe, be good. And remember, wherever there is darkness, there is always the
4: light.